know the drugs. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare, huh? What do you think this is all about? You think this is a fucking costume? This is a way of life. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains. I'm gonna bash them right the fuck in. Hey everyone, welcome to the Vintage Horror Podcast, where we talk about all horror, not just the vintage kind. I'm your host, Kyle, and today I have with me Mark. Hey, how's it going? Rob. Good to be back. And our good friend, Trav. Salutations, everyone. Today we will be discussing <laughs> Halloween H20 from 1998, but first, we'll crack a cold one open with the boys. Mm. I think we should go to Rob since we didn't. He wasn't here yeah. last week. So, so what's, what's been, been up, going? Rob? Yeah. yeah, just talk over me. Problem, no problem, Kyle. Well, I mean, you know, now you know what it's like. I appreciate. Well, it, it makes it better that way. I appreciate you guys fighting over me. Thank you. Uh, it it's been wild. Um, first and foremost, I wanted to say thank you to you guys for the well wishes from the last recording. I'm sorry I couldn't be with you guys. Uh, as you guys said, there, we had a bit of a family emergency. My dad has. Uh, been unwell, but things are looking better. Things are looking up, which is a blessing, and I'm happy for it. And we're hoping that my dad will come home soon. And you know, I'm starting to feel like life's getting back to normal a little bit. I really haven't had much time. I, I feel like I've been running around like a crazy person, so I haven't really had much time to do anything significant. Though the last couple of days, I've been able to get back on and play some video games, played some Assassin's Creed, played some, you know, Fortnite with you guys. No, not me. No one invited me to the party. <laughs> is that true? I haven't been on. How would I know? Well, you guys were on the other day and I'm not in a party, so playing. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's because no, Susan has PS4. Yeah, so you did not play with you guys. That's right. I played so with Kyle. That. I played with Kyle and Travis. I did not play with Mark. I have deeply offended him. I'm special. So, yeah, I mean, I've been trying to keep up with a lot of the pop culture news and everything going on. You know, we have Gamescom going on right now. D23 is coming up. So, like, there's a lot of stuff going on in the nerd world. You know, obviously, Star Wars stuff, I could go on and on and on and on. Didn't they just announce uh, the first Star Wars thing for Disney Plus today? Madel- what is it? Magalon? Or what is it? So, they had previously Mandalorian? announced the Mandalorian. Yeah, they, that, that's, coming, that's the, the first day the streaming comes out. That's out. Yeah, that today. I, I don't know what the exact figure is on it, but I know somebody had mentioned some to me earlier today. The budget per episode is like insane for that series on well, Disney Plus, but they it's going to get them viewers. It's yeah. going to get They'll the viewers. The it's going to get the revenue. The big announcement has been that uh, Ewan McGregor is in talks or has possibly even at this point pledged to contract with Disney to come back as Obi-Wan Kenobi in a miniseries on Disney Plus. They also, um, I think they signed Kit Harrington. That just broke a little while ago. Yeah, today to uh, Marvel Universe, but for an undisclosed role. Yeah, Disney's so. uh, on fire, and I know obviously Spider-Man is a big issue, hot issue right now with Sony and Disney breaking apart on that deal. Um, I'm sure Disney's just going to buy Sony. It's not a big deal. Uh, but can no, they, they buy me lunch? They won't buy Sony. There's no way they'll. They're, Right now, Sony's primary marketing, sorry, Sony's primary source of revenue has been its gaming division. Its gaming division has been driving everything. So they're really, their movie division can't afford <laughs> Spider-Man, bless you. Thanks. Uh, can't afford Spider-Man to do unwell. 
So if they see this as a serious PR backlash, as a cause of loss of profit, it's really their only major profitable franchise they have that they can weaponize and use. That can't be true. I how many other Sony films do you know of like that they could really bank money off of? I don't know. I also don't pay attention to like who puts out what. To <laughs> yeah. be honest with you. Well, it, the thing. The only is thing it, I pay attention to is like Spider Man because I know it like is part of Marvel. You said so, Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider Man. So that's the only thing. Well, I does this mean right that they they got rid of Marvel? Does Andrew Garfield get the third Amazing Spider Man? Because that they, was theoretically he could. Yeah. No. That, Sony could do that. They no. were slated to start filming it, and then Marvel said, "Nah." If they wanted to, Sony could. Sony can do whatever they want with the property franchise. They can. Make, to- I'm good with Tobey Maguire and Spider Man Four, or Andrew Garfield for Spider Man Three Amazing Spider Man. Tobey Maguire. I'm saying I like all of them. I love all the Spider Mans. Allegedly, Tom Holland unfollowed Sony on Instagram. So did Zendaya too. That's too. A, yeah, that's Ooh, shit. Ooh. Clapping back. Ooh. But yeah, uh, it's definitely a crazy time right now. I'm sure, like I said, they'll they'll reach some kind of a contractual deal down the line with Spider Man and the MCU. Disney. The reason why I bring up Sony, not Sony, really only having Spider Man as their primary franchise as something that or to me, one of their most globally marketable franchises. In terms of franchise, yeah, it'll make them the most money. Yes. The reason I bring that up is because, you know, when when you really take a step back and you start looking at all the movie studios around the world, and you really start looking at just how much Disney has acquired over the last 15, 20 years, especially with the acquisition of Fox uh, production studios, Disney owns a massive massive portion of the movie industry and they own a lot of stuff that we don't even realize that they own and like so ESPN mm-hmm. yeah a lot of people yes exactly a lot of people don't realize that but the reality is, is that the reality is is that you know Sony is really facing up against the Titan here if Disney wants to leverage financial war on them they easily could do it and I think if anything they're just going to treat it like they did with Fox and like X-Men and just if they want to come out with another movie they're just not going to support it in with merchandise, that's all. Exactly. And they'll and say, they'll good luck making your fucking money. Yeah, they'll let it tank. And then they'll say, are you hemorrhaging? Okay, so now you're going to sell to us. That's Disney's game plan, no matter... It, Disney's the empire, man. They're just going to take over everything. But, you know, that's why uh, it's... There's a lot of stuff uh, about certain horror studios out now, you know, who's going to own what in the recent... in the coming years. Uh, one thing I, I wanted to talk to you guys about and I want to get your perspectives on is... um. I'm not sure the name, but after the recent uh, mass shootings, uh, the hunt, it was the hunt, yeah. right? It was canceled, pulled. Well, the, it's not pulled. The they release just, was canceled. Yeah, they're delaying it, and it might be indefinite, but they're not sure. I don't think that it's going to stay like that, though. They have a whole fucking movie that's made. They're not going to not put it out. Yeah, the guy that owns the company, uh, Jason uh, Bloom or whatever his name is, or Blum Blumhouse Blumhouse, Jason Blum. He said like he hopes to get it out somehow, which I was interested in seeing it. Yeah, me too. It looked and, good. Yeah, it did. And to to me, like I think if they don't put it out, then the shit like the comments where Trump said, like how video games and movies cause violence, like that that's winning and that's not good. I thought exactly. we were past that. This isn't the fucking nineties anymore. And that's one of the things I wanted to bring up. You know, this this recent recent political attacks and social attacks on the gaming world and easy underbelly target is the horror movie genres the genre of horror and the action movie genre violence 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 is is the stuff going on in our world the product of violent movies and violent video games categorically i reject that 
but it's proven, so I don't know yeah. why we're even. Exactly. I just think I it's, don't think we should even talk about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's proven that it's not. I just think it's and sad. Action that we're movies still aren't taking a hit. Hobbs and Shaw that just came out. It's one of the biggest movies. The Rock's gorgeous man. Tonight. Jason Statham is <laughs> another gorgeous man. Good accent, like it. A little hot. <laughs> I but, support it. Whatever. Yeah. Anything else, Rob? Not all in all. I'm just glad to be back, and I'm looking forward to this episode. Hell yeah. What's up, Mark? Crack one. Yeah. Um. So today, big day. Taylor Swift's new CD came out. You know, I'm the biggest fanboy. Well, Kyle loves Taylor Swift too, but squad. Listen to it twice so far. Really enjoy it. Only twice. Well, I listened to it last night, um, and then today at work I listened to it. Yeah. Um, I probably I had it on repeat all day today. Well, yeah, like today we didn't have much to do at work, so I kind of just like sat in the office yeah. and like waited for time to fucking end, so I can't play music while people are in there. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so um, Halloween starts filming. Uh, then Halloween Kills Yeah. starts filming in a couple weeks. It's exciting. Uh, Kyle and I were just at Monster Mania. The other day in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. We sure were. About a week ago. About a week ago. Well, yeah. Um, who did I meet? Uh, Vivica Fox, which was the most most irritating experience of my life because yeah. that lady made me put the fucking flash on. And I think it was Vivica Fox's like request because yeah. I looked through the photos and All the, every uh, yeah. yeah. So I wanted to slap like that. Just made me irritated. We met um, Kate Siegel. She was cool. She was cool. Uh, Kyle yeah. was in her Instagram video. Well, me, you, and Johnny were, yeah. but. More so you. Yeah. Um, Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> That's what I did. Give, give the devil horns. Bought a shirt from Studio House Designs. Shout out to Studio House Designs. They got the nice shirts. Yep. I'm wearing it now, the Lost Boys one. Because I love the Lost Boys. What else did we do? Anything else? No? Right? I don't know. Do you want to throw it over to me and I'll tell you? <laughs> if I did anything else? <laughs> yeah. I feel like Rob from a couple weeks ago forgot he went to Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. We, me, Kyle, and Johnny bought our tickets to uh, the Prowler. Mm-hmm. He texted Rob in the group chat. Rob did not answer. So I wonder if he's going to Onset <laughs> Cinema with us. Because well, you guys said you already bought your tickets. So yeah. You, you could buy. Your t- I bought my tickets separately. Yeah. Johnny bought his separately. Oh, I yeah. thought that was like a text being like, "We're going without you." I'm sorry. No. No. Like oh, Mark okay. bought his tickets. I, that's why I said you. You should like just so you know. <laughs> I thought that was like kind of like no, a, he hey, bought we're, his, we're going Johnny bought his, and so I bought know. one for me. No, and Sam, that's not so. what it meant at all. It was kind of like, let's go. So uh, okay, so it's it. kind of like a buy your ticket now. Yes. Buy your ticket, you asshole. Yeah. When's Onset Cinema? <laughs> uh, November sixteenth, right? Something like that. Yeah. Okay, we got time. No, you don't, because if it sells out, you're not getting cake or punch. I'm not drinking the punch anyway, because it might have alcohol on it. Johnny said he'll take the hit for us. Johnny so Strange, that's weird. Not anymore, he isn't. <laughs> <laughs> um. Other than that, nothing too much. I can't remember. Bought a ticket to go to Nashville for one day. That's good. <laughs> yeah. What's in Nashville? I'm uh, going to a convention. What kind of convention? I don't even know what it's fucking called. It's like ICCCC or something. You're going to an ICP co- convention? <laughs> I oh, wish, dude. I love the Juggalos. Gathering of the Juggalos. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but the lady that plays the mom on the Flash is going there, and I need her to sign my Flash poster and Arrow poster that is has like 35 fit signatures, so now it's getting hard to get people on it, so I have to like travel. To it, so it's only one hundred forty dollars, something like that, round trip. So not too bad. Yeah, it's not terrible. What about to get the signature though? I don't know, like forty bucks. No, that's not bad. But other than that, oh yeah, Johnny bought um, me and him plane tickets to go to Onset Cinemas um, uh, Halloween bash they have at the, in North Carolina. Yeah, pretty excited for that. You have to wear a costume, right? No, oh, I thought you did. And I would never ever do that. Oh, I want Kyle to go, but he's a bitch. I don't have money for it. Sorry. Okay. 
Kyle's bitch. Um, <laughs> but Johnny, like, I'm going to book our hotel this week. And Johnny's like, doesn't want to spend a lot of money. So he, and I'm like, don't want to stay at a shitty-ass place. And he's like, fine, I'm just going to sleep in a tent outside, <laughs> which I think is an option to sleep on his lawn. Do it. No. Yeah, I think it is to, like, have a sleepover. I would never do that. But other than that, what's up with you, Kyle? Well, me and Mark went to AC last Friday. Oh, so, I forgot about oh, that. Oh, see, I knew you would. So oh, we went to Atlantic City to try to meet CM Punk and, like, some fighters because they were having, like, a, a more local MMA CFFC. event there. Yeah, CFFC. Uh, it's like UFC for you people who don't know, but it's just a smaller organization. Um, and only Steve met. Our friend Steve. I fucking hate fucking Steve. I hate, hate his Steve. brother. I hope his brother's listening because I will punch you in your head. Uh, but only he met CM Punk, so that's so really violent. fucking annoying. Uh, Too many movies. Met Jessica Penne, and I love her with all my heart and soul. And we didn't meet uh, Claudia. Yeah, I wanted Gidea. to meet Claudia Gadelgia, but it was just so weird. Yeah, it was weird. Was it? Yeah. Because. Some girl she's friends with went to your high school. Yeah. They're like best friends. Yeah. I don't know if you know who she is. I, I probably would, but... W- she's... Well, she was a freshman when we were seniors. Her name's Tony. Tony Ann. That sounds like yeah. someone Kyle would know. That okay. sounds really familiar, though. She used to be friends with Kelly. Ooh. Ooh, I definitely know. Yeah. Well, she was, like, hanging out with that, like, UFC fighter because they're, like, best friends. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going over there. So. And, and right when she noticed us, she, like, locked on a Kyle and was like, come on, motherfucker. I said, I'm not <laughs> going over there. Yeah. So that was that was fun. I called that at work for that. But, no, you didn't. You were very sick. They called me while I was in the AC. I know, I was there. But, um, yeah, next week I'm on call, but I'm only on call for four days because Labor Day weekend, which it'll be the week of Labor Day weekend by the time you guys hear this. Mm. And, um, yeah, so we might even get another podcast in. And that's pretty much it. Mark said everything. Taylor Swift's album came out today. Love it. Lover is the name of the album. Uh, we went to Monster Mania. Anything else happened to Monster Mania? We got some Olive Garden after. Yeah, it was good. You have an Olive Garden the other night and used your uh, gift card. About yeah, finally. Is that why it. you got it? You went and said, "Fuck it, let's yeah, go." Yeah, because I fucking had the gift card. So I said, "Don't worry, Sam. Tr- tr- I'm treating tonight." It's <laughs> like this whole this whole week that I've been like home taking care of things around the house for like dad and mom. It's been crazy because like I've been going out and having to do a lot more takeout than even normal. But I was like, man, I'm trying to save money right now. I look at my wallet. Almost every like punch card from everywhere I go to is like at its max. So I'm getting like free entree here, free coffee. I'm like, okay, this is the right time to cash this in. Yeah, but that's it for me. So I'm gonna pass it over to Travis. Um, Travis, introduce yourself to the audience. Let them know who you are. A little bit about yourself. What do you? You're a fan of horror. What got you into it? All that kind of stuff. Hmm. What are some of your favorite movies? Some of my favorite movies. Don't. Don't Before we get into that. Before we get into that, <laughs> guys, bro, bro. I've known Kyle and Rob since, I don't know, 6th, 7th grade, when Kyle used to rub his tummy in front of the middle school he tells the story. driveway it's not or a parking true. lot, and he says he didn't, but he totally did. He's like, play with this my sounds tummy. Like some, this sounds like something Kyle did. I don't think so. He totally did. And I've known these two forever, and I met Mark in, what was it, 2009? Do 2010? That. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, something like that. So I've known all these guys for like, I don't know, fucking forever. Um, but I've always loved the horror. Probably one of the oldest movies, at least I can remember. Either between Silver Bullet, which that's apparently, my guy. apparently that's my guy right there. someone you fucking say that. Apparently, someone in his table does not like Silver Bullet. That's my guy. I think two of us don't like it. Or <laughs> gang, gang, uh, gang, gang. it's also another werewolf movie, which was Dog Soldiers. 
Uh, that's another great movie. That's, <laughs> this is why I asked him what some of his favorite movies were because I knew he would say Silver Bullet, and I figured he'd say some other dumb shit like <laughs> Dog Soldiers. Travis, that? have you have you ever seen Rawhead Rex? Actually, no, I no. have not. He would, he would like it. Rawhead he would love Rex? it. He would definitely, he would definitely like no, he it. Wouldn't. But ready for this? When I saw Dog Soldiers, I was scared shitless. This is when I was a fat, tubby little boy watching it with my neighbor upstairs in our like poor '90s little. Uh, living room. Yeah, yesterday. Wait, <laughs> was, that, was that the one with Snoop Dogg in it? No, it's not with the. What? No, that's. It's, no, it's, like, bones it's like a bunch of like oh, bones, bones, and he's like a dog in it, right? No, no it's like, a whole bunch of British guys. It's like a yeah, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of like Brits, like British soldiers in the woods. Never heard of her. And it's then, gonna get suggested at some point. <laughs> but yeah, it, it like scared the shit out of me, and I used to have like nightmares of like werewolves tearing my tearing me apart, and me waking up with like hot sweats. <laughs> Just like crying to myself when I woke up, and then come to find out, I actually love werewolves now. So, so is that what got you into horror? Watching blood soldiers, whatever you said, dog soldiers, with your neighbor? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I think honestly, just werewolves in general got me into it. I've always loved the the whole like I don't know, just like backstory of them and mythology or whatever however you want to take it. I swear um, to God, I was looking on Insta or not Instagram, Facebook lately. And like from like years ago, he would put up like two posts, and it was like, "Which are you, vampire or werewolves?" And nobody answered. <laughs> it was like two separate statuses. No one ever answered. I actually had when I worked at like a grocery store, I had to interrogate my coworkers and ask them, "Which one would you be?" And they all were like, "None. Get away from me." This, this reminds me of when Trav would tag everyone on Facebook of like different images of like Pokemon or like Mortal Kombat like, yeah, or like, like a, this is you. A oh. group of characters and he would tag all of us and yeah. like this don't, don't person wrong. dude when I was doing you my Facebook for, over there. Yo, when I was doing my Facebook for employment do you know how many of your friggin' pictures I had to untag that were just like dumb montage pictures? First off all those montage pictures were amazing. You loved them. You loved I'm pretty sure you tagged me as Carl in the like <laughs> You were also day. Yamcha so. And I was no, Yamcha. That yeah, was the, you are the level Yamcha. of disrespect. What is Yamcha? I actually think I texted Kyle I'm pretty sure when you te- when you tagged me as Yamcha, I'm pretty sure I texted Kyle and I was actually offended. He was legitimately and Kyle mad. texted me and I was dying laughing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what what else, Trev? I mean, you want to hear about my lovely weekend? Be sure if you want to tell us about I how what do you do for you. work. Yeah. Uh, don't, well, you, you, don't only, to, you don't have to answer. Nobody wants to know this. No, I'll, so you I'll don't t- say you're like. But I'll tell you, I'm a graphic <laughs> designer. You think it sounds like really fun <laughs> and awesome? It sucks. It sucks so much. It's it's fucking boring. At least of the where I work, I work at a sign company, bro. You think that you get creative there? Here's the graphic. Ben, I ben, put it on ben. the window. Oh, you want your phone number? One, two, three. Go fuck yourself. I don't care. I don't care what you want. It's so boring. I literally hate my life. But sometimes I do night insults and I get some extra chang chang chang. Um, but let's talk about what I've done over the weekend. While these two knuckleheads were at Monster Mania, I was getting tattooed. I woke up at 8 in the morning, 8, 8.30, I don't know, drove all the way up to Cortland, New York to go, you know, get tattooed by... Uh, but how far is Cortland, New York from you? Like four hours? Four hours. Oh, my God. I almost wanted to stop by Dunder Mifflin, but I realized it's, that's it, not in this Scranton. It's in California. I'm dumb. <laughs> So he was telling me he wanted to like go there. I'm like, well, good thing you didn't because it's not real. It's, it's not there. It's in California. So, so I kept driving. You know, shout out to uh, Tom Bolin. Bolman. Uh, he tattooed me. Does great, amazing work. He was on Ink Master. Um, he was on Ink Master. So was I. 
Trav was on an episode of Ink Master. With a salmon-colored shirt and a hole in my boot. Um, <laughs> can you see the? <laughs> can you see your boot in the episode? Yeah, they zoom in on the shoe. <laughs> you I, see my toe wiggling around. Get out! I don't even remember that. <laughs> uh, but I got this amazing piece. Uh, it's a Dino Raver with my favorite artist Excision's uh, logo on it. I loved it. Uh, I only sat for like you know seven hours, and then uh, drove home, which took another four hours. So I got home at like one a.m. I wanted to cry. My leg has been swollen ever since. So uh, my week's been phenomenal. I love you, Trev. I love you. Oh my god! Uh, this may have been the most incredible twenty minutes of this podcast ever. <laughs> oh my! I just when he said "fucking," <laughs> nobody wants to hear about that. But you know what? I'll tell you. <laughs> I'm just trying to get some backstory out of him. I know, and I knew he'd be very upset about that place because he he's been not liking it for a very long time. Yeah. Especially when he got in a car accident or something. The guy said, learn how to drive on his Facebook from his job. <laughs> Bro. Okay, we don't need to get yeah, into that. We literally don't need to get into okay. that. But, like, I got back from a festival, and I smashed right into a guardrail on the way to work. Like, how does that happen? We literally don't need to yes, talk about do. that. Okay. Car, dead. I'm going to steer us back. So, Trav does graphic design, and he's supposed to be designing our shirts. Supposed to. Supposed to. And he has I totally have designs. It's just in the preliminary stage. So they're not done. So They're halfway done. Okay, either way. Um, yeah, that's Trav, everybody. <laughs> um, we're going to move on to the top three for this oh. week. Our top three is uh, top three horror movie taglines. And in, if you guys don't know what a tagline is, it's usually like printed on the poster or in a trailer. It's like the line that kind of supposed to hook you in. Uh, so we'll start with, um, we'll start with Mark and we'll go, actually, I want to start with Trav. I want to start with Trav. <laughs> you want to start well, with he, yeah. He's got four, so I don't know what well, he's doing. I'm so, only oh, going to name the three. Yeah. Oh, he's got three. a tie for top so one. So you start at three and you go up to one. You know, Ties right? are okay. Okay. So I'm going to choose number three, obviously. Yeah. This is uh, number three. I love this movie. Not, I am pretty sure Kyle didn't care for it, but it was an Australian film called The Babadook. Uh, and it was like, you can't get rid of the Babadook. Obviously, it wasn't like that. It was like, can't get rid of the Babadook. But it was amazing. I love that film. If it's in a word or it's in a look, you can't get rid of the Babadook. The movie sucks. So you like the movie more than the tagline? No, I love them both. Okay. I thought the tagline was great because it made me think of the movie immediately. Because you were just the... like, Babadook. Okay, the name's literally fucking in the tagline. <laughs> Okay. You should have picked the one that the one nightmare where it says like Freddy delivers on it. Oh, I'll deliver you a nightmare, right? Okay, so uh, Mark, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is the Baba Duke. No, just kidding. <laughs> it really fucking sucks ass. Oh. Um, it is from Killer Clowns from the Outer Spaces. No one can eat ice cream in space. Yeah, that was my uh, in my in space. No one can eat ice cream. Yes, that was in my honorable mentions. That's I always thought that was so funny. Because of Alien, obviously. Yeah. Playing off Alien. Yeah. I, I like that one. All right, Rob, what's your number three? So my number three is from Hellraiser, Demon to Some, Angel to Others. Uh, Which Hellraiser? Hellraiser 1. Oh. Yeah, I've never it's, seen it. Yeah, it's printed on the poster. Um, there's a number of taglines from that film that have kind of been pretty solid over the years, but I've always liked that one because it adds an air of mystery to the overall film and as you guys know from our review I did enjoy 
Hellraiser. Mark did not. I love Hellraiser. All right, so my number three is from The Stuff. Ooh, good movie. Enough is never enough. And that's the tagline. I thought you were going to go with a rhyme with enough is never enough. No, that's like stuff. Nope. Well, that's what it says. In the movie, there's a little jingle and it goes. The stuff is here now. Great new day sensation. Light and free now. Get you elevation. Enough is never enough. Enough is never enough of the stuff. The stuff. The taste that makes you hungry for more. <laughs> And that's it. So cheesy. Right. Dude, it's fucking good, though. You need to watch a movie. Um, all right, Trav, what's your number two? Well, because we all know Mark loves werewolves here. I don't mind them. I just think Silver Bullet sucks. That's very true. Lies. Re- retweet. Uh, second one is American Werewolf in Paris. Dude, that's my fucking guy right here. Things are about to get a little hairy. Things are about to... He stole my line. Things are about to get a little hairy. <laughs> Christmas Day, things are going to get a little hairy. I love that movie. Yeah, but London's better than that one. Okay, you well, better fucking... London is a classic, but you can't deny that Paris was still a great film. I hate how many people shit on that movie. I don't I don't think it's bad. I just think London's better. Oh, 100%. But, like, it's... I don't think it's supposed to compete with London. Well, no. It's supposed to be, like, a little mix of, like, com- like comedy in there. Like, what's his... What's the actor's name from the movie Grind? I don't know. Who's, you know, the clown, clown guy. You know? I don't know. But... He was in there. He died. But American Werewolf in London was also, like, comedy, too. But this one, like, upped the comedy. Yeah, of course. I don't know. Of course. All right, Mark, what's your number two? From Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, if you think you'll get out alive, you must be dreaming. That's clever. Yeah, it's very clever. clever. I think all of them are like that. You're an asshole. Aren't all of them (laughs) about dreaming? No, one of them's like, Freddy delivers something. Like, it's terrible. Isn't there one where it's like, we're talking about, like, how Freddy has a baby? It's like, it's now, like he kills for two. now he kills for two. Now he kills for two. Yeah. It's like, Part Freddy five. has a baby. Now, now he, he kills, kills for two. two. What's so you, I like that one. That? Fuck you, Kyle. Okay, I'm just saying. That's Isn't good. Isn't the first one something like... I don't... Something about Nancy. Like If she Nan- doesn't wake up, she's going to die. Okay. Yeah. What's your number two, Rob? Number two. Mad guy. <laughs> it's just, been out in the sun for too long today, him. <laughs> uh, my number two is from Dawn of the Dead from 1978. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Well, might as well say it now. That was my number one, so I appreciate that one, right? That was my number one also. Was, was it really? It? Yes. That's a great one. It was mine. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. I knew that was going to be your number one. I knew that was going to be your number one. Either way, we're going to come back to that. I'm not yeah. going to talk about it now. I'll go back to it. Um, any particular reason you chose that one? I just always liked it. I had a really malicious ring to it, and whenever I hear that tagline, it instantly makes me think of that film and also of the zombie genre sure, in general. It's from that from the film <laughs> I know but like there's sometimes like catch taglines and stuff that like aren't as iconic I would say like you should be afraid do you know what that's from no I'm pretty sure that's like the fly yeah it is yeah don't you love the fly I do okay well th- like you would never know that just from hearing that though you know like if you if you didn't correlate. know the fly yeah, yeah. You, like but yeah alright so my number two is last house on the left from 1972 to avoid fainting keep repeating it's only a movie it's only a movie it's only a movie to avoid fainting keep repeating it's only a movie 
Fun fact, that was going to be part of our intro, except we are going to change it to It's Only a Podcast, and then I realized last podcast on the left had that on a shirt, so we could not use it. Sure we could. Oh, we could, but then people would be like, you fucking know that that's already used? And I'd say, yeah, I do. (laughs) We do, and we don't care. (laughs) All right, Trav, what's your number one, buddy? My number one is in every neighborhood, there's one house that adults whisper about and children cross the street to avoid. People under the stairs. In every neighborhood, there is one house that adults whisper about. And children cross the street to avoid. We all know this movie because Mark had to lend me money to get a poster yeah, signed. Yeah, the worst day of my fucking life. And we reviewed it on this podcast. Yeah, and Chad, I have did a you post- listen to that episode? Uh, yeah, totally listen to that episode. No, you didn't. I just saw your fucking <laughs> eyes. Totally totally he probably hasn't listened to a single episode. I've listened episode. to Shout three, out. no, four episodes. I know there's 20. <laughs> this is 20. <laughs> this is 21. This is, this is not 21. We did that bonus. B- it's bullshit. a bonus. It doesn't count. But this is kind of. And I also have this poster hanging on my wall, so I read it all every day. But yeah, I've loved that movie for God knows how long, and yeah, that's all I got. I love it. So there my number go. one, obviously, is from Dawn of the Dead also, yeah. but because... Any when, particular reason? Well, when the when they say it on the TV in the movie, it's like, I, I don't know, for some reason, it, it's so eerie. In the remake? In the remake, yeah. yeah. And and then I, I just, and then also you posted on your status like seven times. One time, and so it always pops up. Like, and I, if I type in like on Facebook that quote, it comes up like nine times from Kyle. <laughs> so I always, I always think about it. But yeah. I'm also, uh, I also was thinking about picking maybe like, um, sorry, Jack, Chucky's back from uh, Child's Play Two. That's pretty good. But I went with that, and then I said, you know what, Kyle, this is gonna be Kyle's number one. Damn, I didn't think Rob would even have it, but Rob, what's your number one? Uh, so my number one is obviously no surprise. In space, no one can hear you scream from Alien. In space, no one can hear you scream. Alien, rated R from 20th Century Fox. So, I, you guys know I love Alien. I knew that was going to be your number one, too. Yeah, and that course. is a classic. Yeah, so. and it's just, that is a horrifying concept of being isolated in a spaceship. And just, I've been to space before. Be, really? No, he hasn't. I thought you were. Gonna, I thought you were going to elaborate. No, on that's that, it. But okay, he's lying. So, I've right. been there. Well, that was mine. Kyle, what's your number one? Well, Dawn of the Dead from 1978. When no there's way. no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. And I, like Mark said, I used to post that as my status all the time. And I remember back in the day on Facebook when you would post a status, it would literally say how many days it was up. And I like. I don't know what you mean by that. So okay, when you post a status on Facebook, like. You could go to somebody's Facebook, and that would always be at the top, mm-hmm. and it would like tell people like how many days it has been since you've last changed it. And oh. I remember mine used to go up to like a hundred or something like that, and I like took so much pride into it. I loved it. I lo- I don't know what it is. Not like, your sta- that's not you. That's not a status, is it? Yeah, it was on Facebook. Before. I thought you could make a status. What are you talking about? What is it called when you post something on Facebook? Isn't that a status? It, well, now it's just a post. Oh, okay. But it used to be a status. So, because people would be like, oh, I posted one in so long, Kyle Burge is at the movies and shit uh, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I like would set that all the time. And it, it was to the point where I remember this girl who went to our high school, her sister like added me on Facebook and was like, yeah, why does that kid like always post that? So, let me cut into you real quick. Sure. Um, well, that's the end of it. So. Okay. Every year, Taylor Swift uh, goes to Target. Yeah. Uh, to buy her CD. And yeah. she went to the Target in Jersey City today. So, thanks. What does that have to do with me? I could have been there. 
Well, that has nothing to do with that. That breaks my heart. I love you, Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, does anybody have any other honorable? What's your for, uh, your fourth one, Trav? I want to hear honorable hmm. mention. Uh, in no space, no one can hear you in, scream. In no okay, space. space. Okay. Oh, shit. I'm so fucked up. <laughs> in space, no one can hear you scream. Damn, can we have Trav on every week? Uh, okay. uh, anybody else have any honorable mentions? Gonna... No. I have like a fuckload because I literally like I could have made eighteen of these. Yeah, I I was thinking about doing that, and then I said, you know what, Kyle's gonna have like thirteen. So <laughs> I had I had to tie that one week, so I'll give you this one. I like the one. Was it the one from Halloween, the original Halloween, the night this the night he came home? Yes, that was a good one. There's like a bunch of from that movie. Yeah, um, but so the, this one actually had me laughing, like when I was looking up taglines. I don't know. Scary Movie 3, and I, it's so it, it's kind of sort of a horror movie, but it says great trilogies come in threes. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a fucking trilogy. <laughs> Dude, when I was laughing, like, way too hard to myself. Um, exactly, it, like when I texted you the other day and said, what day, and you, like, died? <laughs> it wasn't even funny. It was funny. Because <laughs> it made no fucking sense. Um, but I've always loved, like, the Friday the 13th one, too. It's like they were warned, they're doomed, and on Friday the 13th, nothing will save them. And also, Friday the 13th Part 3, uh, A New Dimension in Terror. Also, Intruder from 1989. He's just crazy about this store. If you've seen the movie, you'd understand. I like but that. Yeah. That one, like, it fucking... That one I love because, like, it's a line in the movie, too, and it's so fucking funny. But yeah, that's my uh, honorable mentions. Anybody else got any? Nope. All right, cool. So then no. so then from here, we will move on to the main event. Halloween H2O, 20 years later, <laughs> from 1998. And speaking of fucking bad taglines, how about the um, one for it that's like, blood is thicker than water because it's fucking H2O and Jamie Lee Curtis is back. Oh. How fucking terrible is that? <laughs> that's what the, the tagline is? That's That's one of them. Oh. That's good. There's like they had like four or five taglines, and one of them is "blood is thicker than water." How fucking terrible is that? I hope that guy in the marketing department got a lot of money for that. <laughs> That's fucking terrible. Um, so Halloween H two O was released on August fifth, nineteen ninety eight. It was rated R and had a runtime of an hour and twenty six minutes, which is pretty fucking short. Yeah, yeah. Uh, had an estimated budget of seventeen million, but in the U.S. it grossed fifty five million in the box offices, mm. which. Isn't bad. That's a decent profit. Yeah, for a horror movie. Yeah, considering most horror, a lot of horror movies don't either they break even or don't turn a profit. That's well, back in the day, that's but now good. now every movie like fucking does so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it has a five point seven out of ten on IMDb, and uh, yeah, that's all the stats I have for that. We'll move into the cast. I guess the director is Steve Miner, which some of you may know him from. Didn't he do Friday Thirteenth? Part three? Part two and three. Part two and three, yeah. Yep. Uh, he did Lake Placid and Day of the Dead 2008. With Nick Cannon. Yes. So oh, um, when they were looking for a director for this one, somebody suggested Steve Miner. And one of the reasons they chose him, like they knew uh, mm-hmm. the Akkads knew that he did the Friday 13th. And they thought that that was kind of cool because he had, like he knew about that old school horror mm-hmm. and like how to do it. So they were, because they wanted to bring... This series, at this point in Halloween, Halloween series was fucking muddy and 
convoluted. It was too like messy. So they wanted to bring it back to like horror. Rob's rooms. fucking Thorn trilogy. The plot made perfect sense. No, it didn't. It was fucking terrible. So, <laughs> so yeah, they uh, brought him in knowing that he did like Friday Thirteenth, and they were like totally cool with it. I don't know if you have this on there. Also, I'm sure you know they signed Kevin Williamson to be a, like an a producer on it mm-hmm. because of Scream, and they basically they said they only really wanted him on is so they could put on the poster Kevin Williamson, the writer of Scream. Yeah. And Steve Miner was like, absolutely fucking not. He will not be going on the, the poster. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so let's get into the real cast. We have Jamie Lee Curtis, which everyone should fucking know her. You better show her some goddamn respect. I think she's from um, Freaky Friday. She is. Put some respect on her name. She did Halloween 1 and 2, Resurrection 2018. 2018 what? You fucking know what I mean, <laughs> asshole. Uh, the Fog, Prom Night, Terror Train, Scream Queens, hell yeah. Wait, she was in The Fog? Yes. Did they remake The Fog? Yeah. Yeah. So she was in the original. Oh, okay. Okay. From 1980. I need to watch that. Okay. And Freaky Friday, like Mark said, uh, True Lies. Yeah. And what else was she in? Which one did she get topless in? Um... Oh my god, fuck. Oh my god. We'll go back to that one for sure. <laughs> um, trading Places. Trading Places, okay. Thank you, Scream. Josh Hartnett, who was in The Faculty, 30 Days of Night, Blow Dry. What the fuck is that? That's with him and... Fuck. It's some like romantic teen movie thing. Uh, 40 Days and 40 Nights. Sin City and the Black Dahlia. Don't forget his biggest movie. What's that? Pearl Harbor. I've never fucking seen Pearl Harbor. Are you kidding me? Nope. I know the history guy had to know it. What's Pearl Harbor? Are you kidding me? No, I, I've been to Pearl Harbor, but I don't know yeah. what. I've never Kyle seen I've it. Been there. No, yeah, he was. That was that was probably his biggest role of his career, hands down. I'm Boom. Italian. Okay. Well. How come it wasn't listed in his top four fucking movies? Somebody tell me. Because Ben Affleck was in that movie. So what? Arguably more attractive. But I'm saying like... So you're attracted usually, to Ben Affleck? So their most important or biggest roles usually shows up in the first four on IMDb. And it wasn't there, so fuck you guys. <laughs> Suck my ass. So he got the role... Um, I don't know if you know this. Yes. From He was auditioning for the faculty. Yeah. And Kevin Williams said, Yo, I'm, I'm doing this movie Halloween H2O. Go down like and do it. And like audition for it. And... He supposedly he filmed the faculty in Halloween H2 at the same time. At the same time? At the same damn time. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and that's why he, everyone says he has the same exact hair in the movies, the bedhead. I know that um like he didn't do anything really before this. Like he had very minor roles, but they're not even listed on his IMDb, but in an interview he said like he only did very minor shit and I think most of it was theater. Yeah. So when he started filming, like he had like was fucking terrible. And he didn't know his, like, placements or spots. Like, like he was too used to theater. And, like, so, like, they kept, like, yelling at him. It's so, like Steve Miner had to yell a lot. And, like, Jamie Lee Curtis would be like, all right, stop yelling at him. It's not a big deal. <laughs> stop yelling at my son. Yeah. Uh, Adam Arkin, who was in Lake Placid, but apparently wasn't, like, um, credited in that. Adam who? Arkin. He was the, the one Will. woman's uh, boss. Not boss. He's a guidance counselor. No, no, but he was the Lake boss Placid. in Lake Placid. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. I thought you meant like... I don't even the... have him on here. I don't know why. 
Well, did oh, he plays mind. fucking I, real. I do, I do. The, the wire was covering it. Oh, I fucking hate you. <laughs> but he was in Lake Placid, one episode of Santa Clarita Diet, which they should have never canceled that show. I love that. And that guy's an asshole. What else is he in? I don't even know. Yeah, that's right. So I think this is like his biggest role. Uh, Michelle Williams, who was in Species, Lassie, but I'm a cheerleader. Uh, Adam Hein Beard, Bard, Beard, Bird, Bird. Who's in Jumanji? And besides that, I really don't. I know didn't even know in. that was him in Jumanji until Trav said that. Yeah, exactly. Alan, it's Alan. How the fuck did you not know that? Because Robin Williams is Alan. You don't yeah, really think of like the... the little kid in the beginning. I think that I, was like the primarily. I, I literally, as soon as I like see him in this movie, every time I just think Jumanji the whole time. Never thought of that. Nope, I still once. don't see it. If you look at him now, I would never. He doesn't look the same at all. No, no, no I'm talking about in the movie. Yeah, I know. I, I watched know. the movie yesterday, but does yeah. that actor even like is he in no, movies he, anymore? Nope, he did like 14 things, and that was it. Exactly 14? I, I'm pretty sure. Look it up. No, I'm fuck with you. Um, Jody Lynn O'Keefe. She was in She's All That. The Crow Salvation, which I don't know if that's the second or third one. I don't even I think it's the first one. I think she shot the guy, didn't she? Uh, Prison Break. Hell yeah, brother. And The Vampire Diaries. And she's also in a couple, I think, an episode of Lucifer. Yes. I just, which I just started watching. Well, I th- shout one, out. I think, though. I just started watching. Shout out Lucifer. Uh, Janet Lee, who everyone should fucking know from Psycho. The Fog and the Manchurian Candidate. Did you? What the fuck was that? Shower scene. You right? Never seen Psycho. Oh, I thought you were trying to jerk off or something. Like, what's wrong with you, Rob? Uh, LL Cool J, who was in Deep Blue Sea. Hell yeah, Deep Blue Sea. Did he do the song for that too? Deepest, darkest. I think he did most. My of head the is like a shark fin or something like that. Yeah, Charlie's Angels. He was in, which I didn't even realize that he's Charlie, isn't he? No, no. Oh. And you knew that. Rollerball. <laughs> yes, I saw that in theaters first. And... First night it came out. Terrible movie. That, that looked terrible. That's why I never even bothered. And SWAT. I saw it with my other friend, Kyle. Well, we're not friends anymore, but... Me and you aren't friends? No, this other kid, Kyle, that lived by me. Oh. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who was in Inception. Don John, which is one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. Never saw it. Well, he talks about jerking off the whole movie. That's all he does. You need to watch it. Really? I swear to God, that's what the movie's Trav about. Trav hasn't seen a lot of movies. That's what the movie's I've about. I've seen a lot of movies. I just never heard I swear to God, that. watch that movie. You'll love it. It's literally just about Tonight. him jerking off. Scarlett Johansson's it. Is she? Isn't she? Yeah. Oh, she might be. I don't know. I don't remember. I've yeah. never seen it. Uh, Angels in the Outfield, 10 Things I Hate About You, The Dark Knight Rises, and he was also in Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Yes, he was. He just voiced the character, though. Forever I thought he was the character. I'm like, I don't see it. Yeah. And then that's all I really have for the cast. Do you, I, I, There's so many people, but like, yeah. I just... Well, did, the I, original nurse from the first one, uh, Nancy Stevens... Re- Reprises yes. her role. Yes. That's and nice also, stuff. the guy that does Sam Lewis's voice is SpongeBob. Really? That's that guy? Same guy. Yeah. Tom Kane. Did you know that when they had him do the voiceover for Sam Loomis, uh, the reason they did they brought him in was because they wanted to use his original speeches, but it, all of the, like uh, I guess, recordings of him already had background stuff in it. So they were like, fuck, we can't use this. So they brought him in, and then they to make it like as close as possible, they brought in... Donald Pleasance's best friend and like had him sit there while this guy was recording and he ca- like he said like after 50 takes the guy kept being like no it doesn't sound like him no it doesn't sound like him and then finally I think he does a really good job yeah and then finally in once like uh, recording he like was like I don't even fucking care anymore and he's like oh that actually sounded like him <laughs> so he's like oh okay dick uh, I'm just gonna shoot some facts off about the movie what Nothing, do you mean like just facts about the movie a little trivia, like yeah, trivia that aren't that are trivia. I don't think any of this stuff will. 
other trivia is I have in the actual movie during the movie. Okay, because that will, yeah. that will make me have a, a mental, mental breakdown. Oh, well. That's what it is. I won't stand for that. All right, so people like um, were pretty surprised when Jamie Lee Curtis like agreed to do this. Yes. Because after Halloween 2, she said she didn't want to do any more horror movies because she didn't want to be known... Like, she wanted to be typecast and only known for horror, even though by that point she did Halloween, The Fog, Prom Night, uh, Terror Train, and then Halloween 2. Like, she, that was, like, her five first movie. Mm. Well, not first, but, like... And she was known as the Scream Queen, so she... This was her first horror movie since Halloween 2 mm-hmm. because she didn't want to be um, typecast. So it was almost 20 years that she didn't do a horror movie. I don't know if you guys knew that or cared. That's pretty cool. Uh, the movie was originally, originally going straight to video. Um, yep. But, and it was going to have no Jamie Lee Curtis in it. Yep. But uh, and it was supposed to be about a copycat killer yep. who was supposed to, like, kind of help catch Michael, too. Yeah, the kid that plays Charlie was going to be the killer. Yeah, and um, it was almost going to be like a Hannibal Lecter, Silence of the Lambs yeah. style. Supposedly like, they had the whole rip script um, written, and then the guy, one of the Weinsteins, like, called Jamie Lee Curtis. He's like, if I can kill him, I'll do it. And they said, yeah, fuck that script. We're making a whole new script. Yeah. So they brought in the guy who wrote it, and they were like, so we got good news and bad news. The good Or the bad news is, your script, we're throwing it out completely. And he was like, oh, what? So then what's the good news? And they're like, well, Jamie Lee signed on, so you're going to rewrite one. And he's like, oh, shit, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, brother. And they pretty much gave him, like, creative freedom. They kept, like, the whole um, school thing, because he originally was going to have, like, an all-girl school. Yeah. But they, like, switched it up just to be, like, a private school, but... He, uh, they still let him like keep that part. Yeah. Uh, what else do I have? Also, um, when they started making the first script with Jamie Lee Curtis, there wasn't going to be like a Carrie Tate or anything like that. Yeah. Or like, and then um, her son John wouldn't even known about the Halloween stuff either, mm-hmm. and he would have went on the trip to Yosemite. They also brought in LL Cool J, just because they did research that showed that these kinds of movies were popular in black culture, so they wanted a black character. That is awesome. That's real. That's racist. That, and I think... Uh, what the fuck is the younger Akkad's name? Uh, I don't remember. Malachi, maybe. Malachi Akkad? That maybe. might be true. Yeah, that might be it. He's the one that literally said that in an interview. And like, I almost had like a smirk on his face. Like, yeah, we knew what we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> you racist mother suckers. Um, and they were about three weeks into filming when they were told they had to switch the masks for the movie. Because they originally had well, supposedly um, with that they were using the Casper mask. Um, they the guy one of the wine scenes I don't know which one it was said like you're absolutely not using that mask, and they never told the director until he was filming three weeks. Like no one actually got it to him. Yeah, like they told one of the producers, and they never like relayed the message to Steve Miner. Yeah, and so they had they had to reshoot a lot. They spent supposedly I think three to five million dollars on reshoots. Of close-ups and stuff like that. And some right. of them, like, we can't even do anything about it. Yeah. It's got to stay in the movie. Yeah. So that's why there's so many, like... That's one of the big talks about this movie. Is four how, masks. how all these masks, like... Michael Myers always looks different. But honestly, I don't like I don't mind the masks in it. Well, the one in the beginning is six. Halloween six masks. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense because Halloween six in this universe never happened. Yeah, but it was just... They just used... Well, the actually, it was initially intended for it to have happened. But when in when, this draft of it, it's not. Yeah, and like yeah. So, I would, I would imagine in early drafts and early production, it, they had the full intention of. Including Actually, no. I think from the beginning they talked about throwing it out. Was it that early on? Yeah, I'm pretty sure because well, one, they said they like wanted to move away from that because it was too fucking crazy. It didn't make any sense to anyone yeah. other than Rob. Yes, it's the greatest trilogy of all time. Um, so, <laughs> one of the other interesting facts that I saw 
when doing my little bit of research was uh, they had hired John Ottman to do the soundtrack for H2O. Yeah. Yep. And obviously, I think he does a really great job with the main oh. theme at adapting John Carpenter's, uh, oh my God, original theme. Um, creating more of an orchestral version of it. Sounds really awesome. But then I feel like really listen as the movie goes on. There are times when this, the orchestral type of music kind of drops out and it's almost like your stock horror movie soundtrack and the reason for that is that he had actually completed a full score for this film and then when it landed in post-production they were like yeah this is not creating tension in these scenes at all like the music's just not working for us so they actually went back and they took a lot of music from a couple other horror movies but from scream one and two yeah and they cut up the music a little bit to kind of hide that fact but if you listen carefully, you can hear some clear musical cues and stuff from Scream 1 and 2 throughout the film. And they also gave him only five days to finish it, or they were going to find someone else to do it. Yeah, the pressure was on, man. <laughs> well, Halloween and Scream, like, they kind of suck each other's dicks a lot. You're like, an asshole, dude. Series, so. <laughs> Which I, I prove because I like both series, but. So, yeah, now you suck their dicks. If they want me to. <laughs> yeah, suck my jag on. <laughs> uh, I, I'll move. <laughs> we'll move right into the movie. So it starts out with Mr. Sandman, that classic song. Didn't I? We this didn't they just make the song for Halloween too? Is that what Rob said? <laughs> I think someone said that <laughs> what? A, years what a, on a couple episodes ago. Someone said something about Mr. Sandman being made for Halloween too. Hmm. Yeah, maybe Enter Sandman. <laughs> they had so many mo- movies with that song in it. Yeah, we're it's a, Rob's, it's a joke. Rob said it. I know you have no hair now. Went went over you. <laughs> <Mr. Sandman. laughs> um, but anyway, Mr. Sandman starts playing as the movie like starts, and you see a woman carving a fucking pumpkin in literally the wildest way I've ever seen. She like raises it up, the knife up, and stabs like into it. She's thinking her kid's her, just right there. She's thinking it's her husband. That's why she's like this motherfucker. I think so. Uh, <laughs> then you see it says. Langdon, Illinois. I think that's how it's pronounced. Old Lang Syne. Where does it say that? On the screen. On what the are you screen? talking about? I might have been watching the wrong movie. I don't remember that. It said Langdon, Illinois, then October 29th, 1998. That's my birthday. And then a car driven by Marion Chambers, who is the nurse from... But what? They don't say her name, Chambers. They say um, her new name. Um, I don't know. She, Winthorpe? She's, she's in the kind of like witness protection... No, it's not that, but it's something else. Dang. But the guy later says it. But on, yeah. And on her name tag, too, it says uh, um, whatever it is now. Winnington? I think it's Winnington. But maybe. she is Marion Chambers. Yes. Who is the nurse from the first one where the car gets stolen in the very beginning. And she's in the second one, the smoking like nurse. That's what everyone like knows her for. Uh, but she like pulls up in her car and... I she, think to her house. That that that's is her, her house, house, right? Yeah. But she used to share it with Sam Dr. Loomis. Loomis. Yeah, because yeah, she took care of him when he was older. Is that yeah. what happened? Yeah, I, yeah. That confused the shit. She changes diapers. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, she gets to her front porch to find that the light, the front porch light, is like broken, and her house has been broken into. So scared, she goes next door for help or to call police or something. I'm not really sure why she goes next door to get Jimmy. But I don't think she meant to get Jimmy. Well, she, uh, they go check it out. Yeah. So, like, after no one answers the door, she goes around the side, and that's where she's startled by Jimmy, the teen who lives next door, played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And he's wearing, like, a hockey mask. And what? What the fuck is his friend's name? Tony. Is it? I always thought it was Matt. No, it's Tony. Matt's the detective later on. I never knew this kid's name, and I was thinking about it when I was, like, uh, typing this up. I'm like, dude, what is this motherfucker's name? <laughs> it's Tony. He's, like, one line. 
So, uh, and when she's like on the porch about to, like when she's knocking on the door, I don't know if you noticed, but there's a Cenobite right there. Like, a, like um, not a figure, but almost like a scarecrow looking thing, but it's got like a Cenobite mask on it. No, I never noticed it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. I'll have to go back cool. and watch it. Yep. Just for that. Just to see just that. Just that in the beginning. Just that. Uh, but, uh, so yeah, she tells Jimmy that her house has been like broken into and Jimmy calls the cops for her. But, They'll be there in 15 minutes. Yep. And so while they're waiting, he decides to go next door and checks things out, even though Marion doesn't want him to. So yeah. I'm not really sure why. And then Tony's like, I gotta, I'm got i going to stay here with her. <laughs> yeah. So he goes inside alone and he closes the door behind him, which I don't know about you. I'm a little bitch boy. That door would be staying open. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be, well, I don't even know if I'd go in. I would probably tie a rope to them like, and hold I just on like to a rope. <laughs> when Tony was like, yeah, I'm going to stay with her. And like Jimmy looked back and he's like, all right, I see you. Okay. Yeah. He's trying to get laid. And then I I love when he because wa- when he like closes the door behind him, he like calls out to whoever's in the house and he says, "All right, let's not anyone mess with me here. Jimmy been suspended five times this year already for getting a little crazy with this. All right." Yeah, I used to say that all the time, and I always said to myself, "It's October 29th. School probably started in September. He's suspended five times." How is he not expelled? You're right. Well, well he could have started in August. Yeah. The, in some areas. Well, I don't know if August. Illinois, they probably start in September because it's cold as fuck there, maybe. Chronic but, masturbation, man. But I'm saying, like, he would be expelled by now. I always thought that since I was a kid. Yeah. October 29th. I never really thought about that. I so always I, think of that. That's a good point. He's a bad kid. And what's weird, too, is he just, like, slams his fucking hockey stick on this lady's hardwood floor. Like, <laughs> yeah. no fucking cares. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, he, like, checks her office. Finding it all ransacked and skaters, uh, papers, uh, skater up, papers scattered about. He was skating around. <laughs> and then in the kitchen, he like takes a bite of a cookie and shoves some beers in his pocket. Yeah, and I think originally when they filmed this too, mm-hmm. um, there was like soda in there, and he just kept taking the soda in the take, and they said like, "Yeah, don't take that anymore. Like, take the beer." <laughs> so then they took the soda out of the fridge. <laughs> I don't know who gave him his direction on his accent in this, but like, it's we're fucking terrible. We're in Langdon, Illinois, and. I, I think he thinks he's from Staten Island. Like, I, yeah. his accent just is totally he misplaced. He could have moved there. You don't know. I'm just saying. He could have moved there. Travis got hey, point. Jimmy's a little crazy with the stick, y'all. Like, what the... Y'all, what? now is he from the Staten Island or is he from Alabama? He doesn't even Alabama? know what his accent is. He's like, I'm I'm from Midwest, New York, Southeast. He's been hanging out with fucking... Uh, what's his name? Mike? Yeah, sure, I guess. That's not what I was going to say. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but also in this... Uh, when he's done here and uh, he's in the kitchen and the... What do you call the thing? The, it's an iron board. The iron board comes out and he swings his stick around like fucking crazy. Smashes everything. Yeah, because he's a little bitch. Smashing all the pots and pans that yeah. are hanging from like the ceiling. So Nobody then he gets outside and uh, talks to Marion and his friend and says, the, the, "No, coast is clear. They messed up your, your office. Oh, yeah, they messed up your kitchen pretty bad, too. <laughs> and I love his face. He's like, hmm, yeah. Okay, see you. Yeah. <laughs> but originally, I think the, the script, too, the original script, too, was there was only going to be him, not the other guy, Tony. Right. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I, I saw the movie. So Jimmy and his friend Tony leave as Marion goes. And like, you hear back the beers clanking. Yeah, that and I like. I thought about that. I'm like, I wonder if she even noticed or if she was like too worried about her house because you could hear it yeah. perfectly clear. She definitely did like an eye roll and was like, yeah, whatever. No, okay. she's too freaked out. She wasn't paying yeah. attention yeah, that's, to kids stealing beer. Yeah, so I think thanking too. them for what going in the house. So then, but it's weird because when she goes, when he goes back outside to like meet them, it's completely like pitch dark out, and I don't know how that happened all of a sudden. When he goes in, it's completely light outside. I, I've and always he, thought that too yeah. since 1998, since I've seen this movie. Same exact fucking thing. Yeah, and it's supposed to be fucking 15 minutes. The cop's supposed to be there. What? what? I, I think they said 50 minutes. <laughs> that he got knocked was, out. 
<laughs> so she goes into her house and she attempts to flip on the lights, but they don't appear to be working. And outside, Jimmy shows like Tony the beers, and they talk about like egging the guy's house across the street or something mm-hmm. like that. Uh, and then inside, Marion tries to like reset her breakers, which I don't know if anybody knows what that is, but it doesn't work. Well, obviously, I do. <laughs> I do too. I have a house now. <laughs> do you know how to do anything with anything in your house, though? I know how to cook. I'm talking about like I, electrical yeah, okay. work. Yes, or... I know that. <laughs> um, what blows my mind is why she didn't just stay with them. Why would she go in the dark house? I thought that too, but I guess because he said the coast is clear, she thought it was like okay to go in. Yeah, I always thought that too. Like, so let me wait with them with the cops. That's what I would have done too, but I'm not an idiot, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just a bitch and said, yeah, I ain't yeah. going in that dark ass house by myself. Yeah. And then she grabs a flashlight and goes into her like torn apart office where she finds uh, the Lori Strode file is, like, separate from everything else, and it's empty. So she hears, like, uh, her door, I guess, opening. So she peeks out into the hall and then watches as it fully opens. Nobody there. So she, like, walks over to close it, and as she does that, you see Michael Myers in the background walking out into her hall area, like, standing behind her. Does a signature sidestep into frame. Wait, do you see him really here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he stands by the back door. there's, like, a... Boom, like a drone of that. Yeah. I don't even remember seeing him. Yeah, I was so mad because then they show her closing the front door like from a different angle, and then she hears the back door. So that's why she turns around and sees that it's open. Because I'm dead ass. There. I don't think I've ever noticed that, and I've seen this movie two thousand times. I'm he's dead serious. Straight up standing yeah. right he, behind her. You can't. Talk- you cannot miss. He's it. obviously in frame, like mega obvious. Yeah. Are we talking about different scenes here? Maybe it's like next. She goes to the front. Did door. you watch fucking the Curse of Michael Myers no, again? I'm dead serious. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I've seen this movie so many times, and I don't remember him standing. Well, there. it happens. So I, I have to watch this movie. Front door open. There he is. Yeah. yeah. I would love to see. Trav's like, yeah, can you can we fucking move on? <laughs> I would love to see a lot of this film recut with like Carpenter's original score, like the style is like how 2018 was done with a lot of that stuff because like that scene where he steps out definitely probably would have like, you know, like that like you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that I, that would be like really good right there. So then she the door cl- opens and then she opens runs to the neighbor's house, but she doesn't see him, right? No, because so I, she thinking, hears the back door open, so yeah. she like turns around and she starts walking towards it, and then she's like, "Yeah, no, fuck this," <laughs> and, they, and that's the only smart move that she makes. Mm-hmm. So she runs next door, and she like doesn't even wait to like knock this time. She just opens the fucking people's door, doesn't even give a fuck. And Jimmy, Jimmy's yeah. watching Plan Nine from outer space. Yes, and she's calling out to Jimmy, see, and then when she looks in the living room, stupid minds. She finds Jimmy in the recliner with a fucking hockey skate stuck in his face. Brutal. How to get in there? You think Tony did it? I'm still not sure on that one. The the jury's out. Okay, but she runs to the back slash side door. I can't tell what it is in his the house. Kitchen door, yeah. And she goes to like leave, but when she opens it, Tony's dead body is just standing there and like falls into her arms. Well, on her kind of because knocks her over, and. When this happens, that's when Michael like walks in the frame and he's wearing the part six mask. You're right because now I remember in the the first time you see Michael, he's not having the Halloween six. He doesn't have the Halloween six mask on. No, does he? all the faraway shots were the K and B mask. Yeah, okay, so yeah, so then now I remember because I'm like, okay, I remember him being there in the beginning. So like Michael walks in as Marion gets up and runs away, and he grabs the knife, uh, that like a knife from the kitchen, and then starts to pursue like Marion. Yes. He pauses for a moment when he hears, like, sirens. He's scared, guys. Like, yeah. I ain't going back. And he, yeah, he, he sees their <laughs> lights. Yeah. Bitch ain't taking me back. And Marion, like, takes this chance to get up out of her hiding spot and, like, hit Michael with what I think is a fire poker, yeah. but it's really, really dark. And uh, so they start to they struggle. They didn't have lights either. Yeah. 
they start to, well they might have but she's trying to hide for a minute uh, so they start to like struggle and after she hits him again or after hitting him again she breaks out like a window and tries to yell for help but the police don't hear her because they're already inside her fucking house so he just like grabs her from behind cuts her fucking throat drops her and she's drops. like yeah. in here and she's sw- not dead and then she smashes the window while it's happening yeah in here god damn it i don't know that door is partially open so how do they not hear glass break yeah that i always thought that too i literally think that every time that too. door was still partially open how did it take them 50 minutes to get to the house 15. but and then also when the cop comes out daily double here Oh, because next door. Yeah. Yes. So he sees the broken window next door, and he, they decide to investigate. So and as then, they walk over to the house, what? I was going to say, like, as they walk over to the house, yeah. then apparently Michael gets in his Tesla and drives away because that car makes no noise whatsoever. No, no. he was running the whole time. That's why. Not only that, it pulls out of the driveway, and it has no lights on. Wouldn't cops, like, one, see the car pulling out of the driveway, and two, be like, why is that it's car almost, has no lights on? It's almost like he was on a hill and just put it in a neutral and just like <laughs> rolled away from the house down the hill. But yeah, that, that I was like, I'm pretty sure that car would have been a lot louder. And then the next morning, so it's October 30th, two detectives are going through. Michael? <laughs> <laughs> so the next morning, two detectives are going through the house and they find all of Sam Loomis's work. And, like, the wall of Michael Myers that he has is, like, little nice. fucking classic pinboard whodunit pinboard. Yeah, basically. What I was confused about this, um, when they show, like, the pinboard thing. Yeah. Like, after, well, it's after this when they say. You're good. Keep going. Um, when they're like, you don't think Michael Myers did it. He was like, he's younger than me. I was 15 when he killed his, his sister in 63. And then Dr. Loomis starts talking. And the guy's yeah. like, oh, I have to call Haddonfield, let them know. Yeah. When they show those random pictures of people just like laying down, or like, is that like suspected Michael Myers victims? I think that's what Sam Loomis thought. Like, that's anyone that died ever. Yeah, because if there's one newspaper clipping and it says, uh, "Is Michael Myers still killing?" Oh, okay. Or something like that, and so he, I think he has like those photos, thinking that maybe they're linked to Michael somehow. Yeah, yeah. and e- like, even though nobody's seen him since the fire, and I'm not gonna get into it like huge, but this whole title sequence of them panning as the main Halloween theme begins to queue up and they're panning over the wall of all the clippings and you have the Sam the not Sam Loomis Sam Loomis voiceover yeah uh, there is a massive amount of continuity errors all over the place like what uh, Lori Strode's graduating class is a year earlier than it should have been uh, they say the Haddonfield murders from 1968 in one thing, in one newspaper clipping, they have a picture of the scissors that Jamie stabbed her mom with in four. That's what he used as when he was a little kid, Michael Myers. Oh, they were using scissors. that? Okay, oh, no, he I used thought, a knife. No, he it's the, that's the scissors she yeah. used to stab. Yeah. So there's, to me, like, if, and there's a lo- bunch more that I was, like, going back over and, like, researching into, but there's, I was like, man, that's I never. I never. What year realized. did he kill his sister in sixty eight? Sixty three. Sixty three. But so it's what the so, fuck? yeah, it says the Haddonfield murders, babysitter murders of sixty eight in the title sequence in the newspaper clipping. I wonder if a lot of people just said, "Fuck it, get all this shit on the wall." Like we need yeah. this. Hurry yeah. Up. So, but it's 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 the whole sequence is full of continuity yeah. errors. Also, Fitzsimmons, who's the black detective, um, he was named after Scott Fitz, Fitzsimmons, the police chief mentioned by the newscaster in the beginning of Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. Which, what's his name also <laughs> directed? Steve Miner. Yes, Steve Miner. I don't know if you guys knew that. 
Uh, and you can tell that they were trying to fill some fucking time with these credits because they have the longest credits in the fucking world. But I like it. I think it's cool. I like how you just hear Sam Loomis talking. It's not Sam Loomis. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. He's played Sam Loomis. Never heard of her. What's well, a guy? <laughs> so they transitioned into a <laughs> shot of like a corridor that leads into a classroom. Uh, we see a plaque that reads Carrie Tate and a picture of John Tate, her son, who is played by Josh Hartnett. Uh, on the desk and it pans over to a closet where you see a flashback to Halloween the first one where Michael is breaking into the closet to get to Laurie Strode the camera races back to the desk and there's a knife stuck in the picture of John and Laurie Strode is written on the chalkboard and then the big introduction Laurie Strode starts wakes up screaming God, I didn't even know it was a dream I thought that was real yeah she's gotta make that scream Korean entrance well she's like screaming and John comes over to like wake her up out of her nightmare. Uh, he goes into the bathroom to retrieve some medicine for her, and you get a like a shot of a fuckload of medication that's yeah. in the cabinet. And he keeps looking, saying nightmares, nightmares, nightmares. Yeah, looking which one to get. So you can see that she's on a lot of medications. And then it says Summer Glen, California, October thirty first, Halloween. You saw that part, right, Mark? Just, just making <laughs> this sure. is like uh, the innkeepers when you forgot chapter three or two or something like Dude, that. Dude, you were like, yeah, you, you were like, when did we have chapter <laughs> two? I literally didn't even know. Watching that and it said chapter three, I said, okay, guess I missed that. <laughs> um, but John's got a birthday card from his father that Laurie Strode gives him. Well, I, I'm going to call her Laurie Strode. I will never call her Carrie. Tate. I'm going to call her Carrie until I didn't. Real quick question. I didn't do double check into this, but did anybody see is her name derived from? Her alias derived from Sharon one, Tate. Sharon Tate. I don't know. Maybe because I, I was I thinking think Sharon so. Tate and maybe Carrie from, you know, Carrie. Well, it's Trasfren. Different. You know, we all Car- have a Car- name Carrie. That's it's spelled different. Yeah, it's, but yeah, okay. But no. Yeah, I'm gonna be calling her Carrie until she reveals it. So you can do whatever the fuck you want over there. But Carrie Tate. Can I call her midlife crisis? Basically, you can call her whatever you want. That haircut is. Okay, first of all, she still has short hair and she's beautiful. You better watch your fucking mouth. You just wish you got on this level. What? No. Short hair. Because he's bald short, as fuck. Short hair game. Yeah. I have lost Welcome to the short hair podcast. Right? So she <laughs> she gives um the birthday card to John and he says, I could use the cash going to Yosemite. I said, You're not going to Yosemite. If you want to go camping, I'll take you camping. I, said, I don't want to go with you. So they have um, some ill will towards each other. And she's you could tell she's very like overprotective. Yes. Them. And he said, if my dad would let me go, my dad would let me go. She said, your dad's an abusive, chain-smoking Meth- methadone addict. <laughs> it would attract someone like you. Yeah, that's harsh. <laughs> and John also mentions that it's Halloween, and Carrie says that she didn't even notice. Yes. But he clearly knows she's lying. He's like, I thought we were past all this. Yeah. So John's walking with his friend Charlie and Charlie's girlfriend Sarah as they talk about the Yosemite trip, all while Lori is uh, like, or Carrie's like overlooking the campus from her window, Mm -hmm. and there's a reflection, and in it you see Michael Myers' mask, so she like shuts her eyes. This is the problem I have with this right here, I'm going to cut you off. Yeah. She hasn't seen Michael Myers in 20 fucking years, how does she have a new vision of the new mask? The old mask, that's not the old mask. How would she have that vision of a new mask? I thought that too, but... I literally drives me crazy since 1988 when I was 10 years old watching this movie. I'm 30 years old now, and it drives me fucking insane. How would she know? Maybe she has ESPN. I think it's just the, the premise channel? that she's scared. She oh, ESP, sorry. <laughs> no, seriously, that doesn't make sense. Anytime, before she sees Michael at the end of the film, 
and she has all these visions of him. How does she have the new mask? I don't they know. They should have put me as a fucking director because I said, bruh, find that burnt-ass crispy mask from Halloween 2 <laughs> well, I think from 1980. Editing. Yeah, but... Give me the crispy Shatner. Give me the crispy Put mask. it in the dishwasher. Clean it up. But also, nice. I love... um, While Charlie and um John are walking, Charlie says, you know you and your mom are going to own a motel in 20 years in the middle of nowhere, right? Yeah. They say, well, he... Oh, fuck. What does he say? You're do- being something. Fuck. I forget the word he uses. Oh, fuck it. What's the name? Uh, I don't know. I don't what? that the, the name of the term where like uh, you like are, are in love with your mom. It's like one of those things where Oedipus. Yes. Yeah. He says you have a real Oedipus yeah. complex. And, I just didn't know what that word was. Yes. And that's from Greek mythology. Yes. Correct? Yeah. Oh, I know Piercy Jackson's. Yeah. <laughs> so they're walking up and they see Molly talking to a teacher and he's like, sorry, I can't do anything about it. And then she says to them, oh, my dad missed one of my uh, financial aid payments. So I can't go to Yosemite. I don't know if she's, she can't go to Yosemite, but yeah. it's implied she can't go. She can't. They say she can't be because her dad didn't pay the financial stuff that he. She's not allowed to go on the trip. Yeah, she want to go. So anywhere. Charlie wants to have the roaming sex party orgy, whatever he says. Yeah. Okay, Ch- Kyle. Charlie and Sarah say that they'll stay behind too, so that the four of them can celebrate Halloween alone because the campus is pretty much going to be like abandoned. And that's when, yeah, Charlie says that they could have a roaming sex orgy. And Sarah says, I like the way that man thinks. I'm pretty sure when I was watching this scene, I put down the notes, introduction to the walking corpses. Because, you know, that's like as soon as we get a little teen group together. Wow. Don't need to watch the rest of the movie. Thanks, Rob. Appreciate that. I was just happy that they're talking about orgies, to be honest. I, I, Coming from you, is that the only thing you wrote down for notes? No, 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 no. (laughs) They said orgy. Act one, orgy. (laughs) When I saw him, I was like, that's Alan. That's what I wrote. I fucking hate you so much. So anyway, so then it cuts and it says that the title screen says Northern California. Highway 139, Northern California. Yes. And you see... Uh, is Michael's car already there? Yeah, so a car pulls up and it's a mother driving with her daughter. And yeah, you see Michael's car. They pull up to a rest stop and the only other car there is Michael's car with a blown out tire. Yeah. Oh, I thought he ran out of gas. I never noticed the tire was blown out. Yeah, it's a, Please tell me you're joking. Yes. There's, <laughs> there's a clear fucking shot. I'm fucking with you, dog. Oh my God. Anyway, so uh, the mother like... They have to use the bathroom, and the mother decides that they're going to have to use the men's bathroom because the woman's bathroom is locked. But, Mom, that's the boys' room. Yeah. Did you know that in a deleted scene, Michael, like, when they were checking the women's room and found it locked, Michael was supposed to, like, open up the men's room and, like, look out? Like, you're supposed to look be, like... Like a Jason Party peaky move? Yeah. I've Is, the, is it on the, the DVD or Blu-ray? I th- in the deleted scenes because I used not, to watch all it's the not del- in it. Oh, I, yeah. Would, but yeah. I really wish they kept that in there. That would yeah. make me so happy. He's the sneaky bitch in this one. Um, so they go into the men's room and the lights don't work. But so she props the door open and they go into like separate stalls. And as they're using the bathroom, the door to the actual bathroom as a whole closes. So startled, like the woman, uh, I she's a little startled by that. But then so she, she peeks through, and I think that's where she sees Michael reach down and grab her purse. With well, the no, she right no. First, he she he grabs it and she oh fuck, and then she looks and then she sees Michael. Yeah, oh, okay. And then she's unlocking the door very slowly, and then her dumbass daughter screams, and she runs out. Ah, oh, spiders! Yeah, <laughs> and I did the hand movement too. I gotta ask you guys a real question. I hate yeah. spiders. Yes. What? <laughs> no, no. Was I hate children it, too? Oh, God damn it! Isn't he prone to like? killing all victims or anyone like in the same vicinity as 
as him. Like, why people, didn't he kill the bomb? Manure? Because this was 1998, and they had to be a little bit tamed. This wasn't 2018. Yeah, this, like, but that's why 2018 had like a rest stop scene. It was to pretty much pay. He homage killed like to four this. people there. Yeah, to pay homage to this. Okay, because I was yeah. curious. To be, like, to be I was like, like, because everything's retconned in the new one, so it's like this is what he would have done. This is what yeah, he really. That's what done. I thought because I'm like. He wouldn't just walk past a woman. Yeah, he would kill and, her. and not only that, but like she looks at the crack and looks in the mirror, like sees him, like walking, and he clearly looks back at that crack and like at her. And I'm like, but I also don't know if this was a calculated move because him just stealing the car. She looked relieved that he only took her car and left everything else. Yeah, so it makes it seem like he's just wants to get to Lori and whoever's in the way he'll kill. But they're not doing anything yeah. to stop him. So it's like, yeah. fuck it, right. I'll leave him. So sorry, Carrie. Outside, you can hear like the car starting as you get a shot of. The car pulling back on and to her the purse highway. all over the and her stuff in the purse all over the place. Yes, sir. And then it cuts to uh, Carrie Tate giving a speech at the school about what's going to happen when they all go to Yosemite and the etiquette of it. Yeah, everything. no musical sleeping bags. Aww. Aww. no booze. Ah, <laughs> no drugs. Ah, no nonsense. And then after the assembly, uh, well, during it while it's happening, Charlie comes in and says. Guess who forgot to hand in their history report? Yeah, Rob so, doesn't like to hear that. I, I know very, that. I was very mad. So that's <laughs> so how we, he's getting out of like the trip. That's his excuse for not going. Yeah. Guess uh, who has a fever 102? And then after, that's what Sarah says. And after she does the it. assembly, Mr. Will Brennan, the school's guidance counselor, finds Carrie and says like he'll be staying behind as well to supervise the few kids who don't go on the trip. And as they're talking, Norma, her secretary, uh, who's played by Janet Lee, who was actually... Jamie Lee Curtis's mother for all y'all in real suckers. life or in the movie both oh, okay no only in real, only in real life R.I.P. to the guilt uh, her secretary tries to tell her of like pressing matters at the school but Will and Carrie go into her office where they start to kiss behind closed doors the girls room's shower's clogged again they're in a like relationship a secret relationship she's getting horny uh, and then he tells her like they will meet for lunch at one not for nothing but did uh did Will, as a guidance counselor, remind you of a certain guidance counselor from when we grew up? Not going to name names? No. Uh, he reminded me of a principal. He looked like a principal we had. Did he? Oh, yeah, he does. I don't know. Mr. Kenny. He didn't. Okay, name names. That doesn't be dropping names on the podcast. Didn't he die? No, Shut maybe. the fuck up. <laughs> or was he just in a coma for a while? <laughs> I think it's just a coma. Uh, so that's just as bad. It's apparently That thing. was like forever ago. It was, like, random, too. Anyway, uh, at the sec- uh, security office by the front gate, Ronnie, the security guard, who's played by LL Cool J. Great introduction. He reminds the, me of James. Is on the phone with his wife reading uh, her his romantic erotic novels. He turned just in time to see her enter the room with her long, slender legs. They climbed high up a skirt, leading to two tumultuous, round, melon Round melon? What? Now, why do you want to label it like food? And what kind of melon are you talking about? Cantaloupe, watermelon? And John comes in asking uh, Ronnie if he'll let him out. Well, him and Charlie let him out off campus so they could go buy stuff for their dinner later. Get something nice for Molly. And against Ronnie's wife's, I think it's his wife's, better judgment. She's the best character. Don't because she has to fired again, Ronnie. <laughs> because he's already been in trouble before letting uh, for letting them out. He lets him out. She's the best character in this whole movie. So downtown. 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 Uh, Carrie is meeting with Will, and when he approaches her from behind, 
She like is here. We go again. A new Halloween. Michael Myers mask. She's window shopping first at uh, I guess in like a jewelry store, and she sees a reflection of Michael Myers. So she gets a little scared and turns around, but it's just Will. Uh, at dinner, she says that she's fucked up and has backstory she hasn't told him. But Will doesn't want to like counsel her, but he does offer to kind of listen if she wants to talk. She's like, I've tried everything. He's like, you know, one thing you haven't tried. I'm a good listener. Like, what a fucking loser that guy is. I'd beat that guy's ass if I was there. That's a, called a good guy. <laughs> that guy's a fucking asshole. That's a gentleman. Yeah. You know, he's just Mark. trying to make sex with her. And he knows, like, listen, if I listen to her, tell me some shit, how she used to be an addict of something, we'll make a sexy time. Yeah, literally, like, she later on, she's trying to actually talk to him. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm just trying to make sex. Yeah. Like, so then he gets well, up. He thinks and, it's like foreplay. Yeah, he's a horny guy. He's like, beer pack. I gotta, he's got to make a call. And then she calls the waiter over and wants another glass of Chardonnay today. Yeah, that, she's like, don't judge me. Yeah, and then she downs her glass. What doesn't make sense to me is the guy says that she says today, and then two seconds later he brings her over one. Doesn't make sense to me. What what doesn't make sense about that? Not right away because he looked at the glass. The glass is full. I'm just looking too much into it, maybe. But yeah, but she says like, bring me another one today, today, like at some point. Yeah, not immediate. It's a way of saying the way she fucking said it. She wants to the table. Let me know. And then also, someone gets slammed (laughs) up against the the glass, and she got scared because she's a bitch too. So then, also downtown, Charlie shoplifts some booze for later, and he and John are caught by Carrie, who yells at John for breaking her trust, and especially on Halloween of all days. John fights back, saying that Michael Myers is dead, and they need to move on. She saw him burn herself, and it's been 20 years, and if she wants to stay handcuffed to her dead brother, he won't let her drag him along. Not anymore. So then they go back to the car, and when they turn it on, Mr. Sandman's playing. Mr. Sandman. A bad omen. And she turns... Yes. She turns it off and, like, drives away. And you can see the car that Michael Myers stole, like, parked only a few feet away. They pull up to the front gate of the school, and Michael's trailing behind in his car. And they find that the security office is empty. Ryan eventually pops up and says that he, uh, Norma wanted him to walk the perimeter. And Carrie scolds him for... Not being there, allowing Charlie and John to get out. Where were you when they, these two got out? And he's like, I have no idea. They, I, I, he looks at Ronnie. John like, well, What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. The fuck? What the fuck? So then the, 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 they go in and the gate closes and the car is still there. He pulls away. And then it cuts to Molly doing dishes and someone's ringing the dumbwaiter and they're like, I have to get back to class. And she opens the dumbwaiter, and it's roses and a card of a treasure hunt, a tre- like a map. Something yeah. you got today, too, right? Yep. Can, maybe that's why Kyle Johnny did that. Very weird. I don't think he's ever seen yeah. this movie. <laughs> so then she follows the map and finds John in a... Oh, no, wait. She goes, sees the Happy Halloween sign, and John's there. Like the basement all decorated. Yeah. And he comes Three up, decorations. And he comes up behind, scaring her. Uh, and he tells her that he's never celebrated Halloween before because they have a murderer in the family who likes to murder people on Halloween. I don't know if she believes him or not. Uh, I think she, she does. And he says, like, but he's come to a point in his life where he should celebrate what's right about Halloween, like Molly, for example. And she immediately gets wet and she's turned on and she said, all right, let's do this. <laughs> Back in class, Carrie's teaching a lesson about Frankenstein and Frankenstein, while, I think it is. Yes. Frankenstein? Yeah. The German way to say it, I guess. And while the lesson's going on, she sees, uh, Molly sees Michael Myers standing outside. Doing his sneaky ninja shit. But is called to answer a question about 
Frankenstein, which is a callback to Halloween 1978, which happens to Laura Strode. Uh, the lesson ends and with the bell ringing, and Molly looks back, and Michael is now gone. Like in the original. Ninja Mike. Would you consider that Michael would be, it's kind of like a, like Frankenstein or Frankenstein, would you ever say, is like kind of like a metaphor for Michael because how he just walks around, like doesn't say anything. He's yes. Just, that's what it's supposed to mean? Yeah. That's why oh. when like Molly's answering like what, like all this stuff about it, like Carrie gets lost in thought because it's a, like relates to her and Michael. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's, literally, okay. like, she's literally like, yeah. Everything Frankenstein loved was was killed by the monster, and, and then she and then eventually forcing him to confront the monster. Yeah. Okay. So then, when, like when she looks out the window and she sees him, like all I don't like you get you. I know you see the mask and everything, but like when you like all you get lost in his eyes. That's what I see. Halloween, yes. uh, just like a lot of horror like movies from this time, it's falling. It begins to fall prey to, and I'm not going to say horror. I'm going to say a lot of movies where just the the they don't trust their audience to figure things out. So they're like, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, I think they do. They just—it's heavy. It's heavy-handed. Yeah, and I—they—but the only thing I don't like about this is it's kind of sets up Molly to be the new Laurie Strode, and it's not how anything plays out. So I don't understand she, why they even did this. Yeah, they put a lot of focus on her character in this like mid mid part of the arc. It doesn't really pay off. Yeah. So Carrie has a change of heart, and she gives John his permission slip for the Yosemite trip, and tells him to have a great time. And John appreciates the gesture, but crumples that bitch up while he's walking with Molly because he ain't fucking going, guys. Uh, Carrie, who's on the phone, like goes outside to watch all the buses pull away for the trip. And as she turns away, she bumps into Norma, who gives her the classic line. Well, hey, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's entitled to one good scare. And she says, I know a lot of bad things that happen in your life, but you know what? You have to focus on today. And today's Halloween. Yes. And then she says, oh, yeah, by the way, happy Halloween. And as... And she also has the same car from Psycho. Yeah, as she... Same license plate. As she says this, the music from uh, Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho also plays. Uh, And that's, yeah, she's driving the same... She gets in the same car that was used in Psycho. Well, the second car. Psycho Social? Well, the license plate's from Mm -hmm. the second car she uses in Psycho. Yes. Um, So PJ Souls was, like, approached... Did you know that? She was approached to play the role of Norma, but she wasn't sure about playing another character other than Linda, like in the yeah. series. So when she didn't like answer in time, they gave it to Janet Lee. And Norma Watson is also the name of the character that PJ Souls played in Carrie in I 1976. Yep. So it's all meta right here. Literally just everybody sucking each other's dicks till they fall off. <laughs> till the Jagons fall off. Yep. That's tasty. What do you think about that, Trav? Well, Linda. Come on. You said Linda, right? Yeah. You don't trust a girl named Linda. But. I don't know anyone Linda. Other yeah. than I know I quite like a her. few Lindas. And you, I don't trust one of them. Do you know what Linda says in the original Halloween a lot? Don't trust Linda. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. Totally. Oh, I'd kill myself. That's Sam's Sam favorite, that yeah, Sam's favorite line. So then you see the buses driving away. And then Michael starts his, his car up and heads towards the school. And. Does he go right to the gate, right? Yeah. He pulls up to the gate where Ronnie's, like, again, reading his This fucking... does make sense to me, yeah. too. He pulls up to the gate, and you still you see the car in, like, behind Ronnie. Yeah. And while Ronnie gets out, you never see Michael leave the car, and he's gone somehow. You can't necessarily see the whole this drives me driver's nuts. side, though. 
when That's, I think too much into this movie, stuff like this drives me insane. There's no way you would you don't hear the door close, nothing. He could have did that whole light close and then just push it hard once it's like closed already, you know? Oh my god. Michael has been honing his ninjutsu for twenty years. We have to understand, like Ronnie's also again, he's reading to his wife his fucking in progress erotic novel. And she's and she's and she's, she's like yelling horny. in his ear. She's getting horny. She's like She's like, mm, yeah, you tell him, baby. Well, no, she's like, oh, he better not fall for that. And then he's like, and he, he didn't fall for, for it. it. And she's like, oh yeah, I knew it. And, she, and then she was like, oh, you gotta keep reading to me. Tell me what stupid line he fell for. And she goes, and he's like, the same one you fell for, baby. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. So he goes out to the car and he finds that no one's in it. But while he's checking the car, Michael's the <laughs> sneaky fucking guy and walks right past him. Like, what the fuck? Like through the open gate. Like and like, but like, three. and looks at him too while he's walking. He's like, yeah. What's up, dog? You stupid fuck. <laughs> You're LL Cool J. You have plot armor. I'm not touching so, you. So, Ronnie goes back into the guard shack okay, where... Okay, that's racist. What? what? Did what? you hear what he said? No. What'd what you say? You have, you're LL Cool J. You have plot armor. I'm not killing you. Like, plot armor as Oh, in... I see, because he's black. You yeah. ever, have you, you ever should... seen Deep Blue Sea? Well, I, the thing is, it's not... By, it's not because he's black. Black people are supposed to die first. It's because he's LL Cool J. Yeah, he literally had written into his contract he wasn't allowed to die in movies. I he's he's kind of like how The Rock. Yeah, we talked about this other day. Invincible in films. The Rock and Jason Statham have in their contracts like somebody like revealed that they're only allowed to take a certain amount of hits and like The Rock can only get beat up as much as he beats up other people. It has to be like fifty fifty and shit like that in his contract. Awesome. And Jason awesome. Statham like refuses to lose any fight in his contract. How fucking crazy is that? That's retarded. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they're, they're the Dude, you're getting paid a lot of money. Fucking stop being a bitch. It's fake. You're not real. You're not really fighting. Anyway, uh, still on the phone, Ronnie like goes back into the guard shack and he hears a noise. And uh, when he tries to like say to his wife that he has to go, the line cuts out. He said, I'm going to have to call out. you back. And then he locks the door behind him but doesn't lock the door in front of him. There's, there's, two, there's two entrances. Yeah. yeah. So and I, he, I just like that this whole time he's doing this, like locking his door and stuff. Michael's just like appearing in one window, like looking at him. Yeah. He's literally just, just watching through the window. Michael just goes to the next window. He's like, what's up? Just, yeah. Hey. Just practice his thinking skills. Hey, why doesn't he kill him here? Because he's out of He fucks Jay. with him, knocks on the window. The guy like looks out there and was like, "He's gone." Like, why doesn't he get killed here? Because he's like he's that woman in the bathroom. Because there's no out. need to kill him. He's just there. Then why are you here knocking on the window? Just walk, keep walking. You walk behind him, no problem. Yeah. I'm, why not just keep walking? I get it. Why stalk him? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. It's an unnecessary scene. It's designed. It's I get it's designed to build tension and stuff, but it's a totally unnecessary scene. Because he's like that comedic actor. You have to fuck with the comedic actor. Anyway, Carrie's finished in her office for the night, so she's like locking up to leave. And as she leaves the building and goes outside, uh, we get one of the better sequences in the movie, if I do say so myself. And uh, she looks down like the long road at night and she sees a silhouette of Michael come out from behind the building and start walking towards her. And she keeps squeezing her eyes shut to try to get to go away like earlier. But every time she opens up her eyes, gets closer it, and it's closer. Just closer and closer, right? And she finally like, squeezes her eyes for the last time. But instead of Michael walking up, it's Will who startles her. Nice. I love that visual of like him walking from far away. Yeah. And, I tr- and at this point... But it was Will though, so it wasn't him. But... Was it? That's what I don't understand. But, that, but that's the best part because, like, at this point, we've had so many false, you know, boy who cried wolf scenarios with the false visions or, uh-huh. like, mistaking Will. You know Michael's in the school now, and you are really forced to ask yourself after those first couple times she, like, opens her eyes, like, oh, is, is, this, is this actually him? And they hold that tension really, really good right up until that point where Will grabs her. So I think it is one of the – to me, it's one of the best tension-mounting scenes 
in the entire, for me at least. That's wrong. For me, personally. Well, I'm telling you, you're wrong. Oh, great. Because there's a better one later. Anyway, so Will tells her, he's like, he wants to see her later, but after he checks on the students who were left behind, so they part ways, and as Will turns to go check on the kids, he sees a silhouette that walks behind the buildings again, and he calls out, he's like, hello? Hello? So it was Michael actually walking towards her, and then saw Will and said, fuck, I gotta go, hold on. We'll Scary go guy Will, let me out of here. <laughs> gotta get the fuck out of here. I don't want to kill Will, I just want to kill Carrie. So then in the dorm, Molly and Sarah are getting ready for the night as Scream 2 plays on the Do television. Do you want to die tonight, CC? And this, I want to talk about, I, Rob kind of brought it up earlier before you guys got here, but this is a very meta scene, and let me explain to you why. So, they're watching Scream 2, which takes place in a fake universe, in their universe, but that would also mean that Scream 1 exists, yes? In Scream 1, Randy's on the couch watching Halloween, which is literally real-life events in this universe of what happened to Laurie Strode. Oh my god. When I say they suck each other's dicks, they are sucking those jagons. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Dude, it's fuck like it's it's almost do you understand what I'm do you are you following what I'm saying, Trav? I never knew that. Are you serious? But do, are you following what I'm saying? No, like, I, I'm Scream following two's what on you're TV. But so that means almost Scream, intertwined. Yeah, basically. that means Scream One because that's a fake movie. It's not a obviously it's not real life events, but yeah. Scream One that means Scream One exists where Randy's watching Halloween. Which is real life events in this universe of what happened to Lori. We are dealing with a multiverse theory. Yeah. How fucking wild is it? I have to rewatch both of these films tonight. You probably don't have to. What it's I was, really what I was talking to, to Kyle about is when they pause the movie to talk to Will and they time goes like only like two minutes goes by, but when they unpause the movie, it, the movie's jumped like t- by like ten minutes. Which I never even noticed. Yeah. And I feel shame because we went all the way to Georgia to watch that movie and I didn't even realize Georgia. So anyway, well, we Will, saw Scream Two, not Halloween H2O. Yes, you're right. So Will checks up on the girls. Uh, they have that co- classic, funny conversation. Sarah, Molly, just checking on the Hillcrest remains. You girls okay? Good. Thanks, Mr. Brennan. And how are you, Mr. Brennan? Looking cute as ever. Thank you, Sarah. What are you two up to tonight? Well, we thought we'd hit the town, pick up some guys, you know, drop some roofies in their drinks, have a whole date rape evening. Huh. Sounds good. Care to join us? I can't. I'm uh, I'm having my nipples pierced. Oh. But you two have a good time. Will do. If you need anything, contact me or Miss Tate, okay? Thanks, Mr. Brennan. Behave. <laughs> I love it. So, uh, so then it cuts to everyone sneaking back in the school, right? Yes. Sneaking into school is weird. Yeah. So, yeah, John joins Molly, Charlie, and Sarah sneaking, like, through a window to get... I guess I guess it's a school or, the, like... The, the lunchroom or I don't know I what don't it know. is. Yeah. I think it's, like, the janitorial, like, storage areas down where they're going into. But that's also where the kitchens are. Like, the upstairs and downstairs. So maybe it's, just like, entry. the facilities building? Could yeah, be, maybe. I, something like that. Kitchen, I just always yeah. thought it was a school. And then it cuts to Carrie Tate drinking her herself, her sorrows away. What blows my mind, too, is when she's drinking and then she goes to the bathroom, gets mouthwash, uses it for one second, and then spits it out. Well, I think she's just trying to cover up the, like, scent of alcohol. Oh, maybe. And then the guy, Will, knocks on the door. Yeah, I don't think she was actually trying to clean her mouth. I, think I she thought she was. I'm like, okay, this doesn't make sense no, to me. No, I think she just wants to, like, hide the smell so Will doesn't realize how drunk she is. But, yeah, Will brings over a pumpkin for them to carve. Uh, the students are prepping for dinner, and they set the food out, and Charlie says, oh, man, I forgot the alcohol, so he goes off to get it. 
And then they cut back to Carrie and Will getting all frisky on the couch. And this is where Carrie tells Will uh, that her real name is Laurie Strode and her brother killed her sister when she was 17. Her sister was 17, not oh, her. Oh, I was like, wait, yeah. what? She says, she says and she killed, he killed my sister when she was 17. So, like, I didn't know how to write that without yeah, it sounding yeah, weird, sure. so I had to. <laughs> uh, but Will says, that's sucky dude what he says that's so awkward and then he's like oh how did he do that and Lori replies with a real big kitchen knife oh, that's sucky <laughs> how'd he do that with a really big sharp kitchen knife and he says that's terrible and tells her to take off her clothes <laughs> 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 he's, like, he's like that's terrible take off your clothes uh, and she's like she just keeps going on, though, and says how he was locked up for a long time, and he got out, and he came for her, um, and when then she, she got was away. 17. Yeah, this yes. And then that's when she looks at the on the mantle and sees the 17th birthday sign, She's or card, she's like, <gasps> John 17, two months ago. Yeah, I liked one of the lines from this scene where she said, one rainy night he decides to go trick-or-treating. Trick yep. I like that line a lot. Yeah. Real foreboding. Yeah. So, yeah, she realizes that John's now 17. <gasps> so she starts to freak out, and she tries to call them on the trip but the phone lines are dead so she goes to his room and that's where she finds all of his camping gear still packed up in his room I guess someone didn't go camping yeah and so she grabs her gun and she goes out to look for John but is scared by Ronnie who's just standing at her door and tells her like this reminds me of when in Scream when what's her name opens the door and fucking Dewey's Dewey's there with the mask (laughs) yeah this reminds me exactly of that scene yeah I'm telling you they're sucking each other's dicks here and uh, Ronnie says that he knows the phone lines are down but there was a strange car at the front gate so with her gun Carrie goes off to find John well Lori now she's Lori Lori goes to find John Sarah who comes looking for Charlie who hasn't returned yet uh, goes to the kitchen and Charlie sneaks up behind her saying he can't find the corkscrew can't find the corkscrew (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so he uses the dumbwaiter to get upstairs. I don't know what that's from. Is that supposed to be something? Crispin Glover in Friday the 13th Part 4? Where's the corkscrew? And then he gets the hatchet to the face? Well, thought, the, the corkscrew to the hand and the hatchet to the face. Sure. What yeah. do you mean, sure? What do you ever say, killer? And the dumbwaiter is a... Uh, isn't that a... I feel like the dumbwaiter is an homage to... 4? Halloween 4? I don't know what happens in Halloween 4. 4 or 5. I feel like Jamie uses the dumbwaiter... She uses a laundry chute. Maybe that, yeah. And she's like, she like puts her hands and feet out, like stuck in the laundry chute. But she, yeah. there's no dumb waiter. I, I don't know. I think there was. Sorry. The... I thought it was a reference to Jurassic Park when they're trying to close the the little cabinet and the Velociraptors are coming. <laughs> fucking, I fucking hate drivers so much. <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> so and, Charlie uses the dumb waiter to get upstairs, and he finds the corkscrew, and somehow drops it into the garbage disposal. Yes. Good for him. And then he turns the garbage disposal on to see that it works. Reaches his hand there, which you think Michael would be behind there and flip it on and he'd be yeah. fucked up. Well, when he goes, yeah, because when he goes to reach his hand in, you see Michael walk into the room. Yeah. And Sneak as down. his hands feel around the garbage disposal and feeling all the blades, he looks up at the switch. Yeah. That's the most tension building I've fucking ever yeah. seen in this movie. Yeah, okay, I'll go with that I've seen one. this a million times, and still I go, no, please don't I can't on. believe don't they do didn't do that. Like, have him turn it on. I, f- I don't... They subverted our expectations. I just want to say that's because of the time, and they couldn't make it that brutal. That's what I think, honestly. I don't, maybe, maybe the special effects... What movie did that? Last House on the Left. Boom. The remake. The remake. 
Didn't Never know. seen it. Okay. So anyway, he finally gets the corkscrew out of the garbage disposal, and that's when he goes to turn to go back to the dumbwaiter, but Michael's standing there, and I, I like to call him CGI mask Michael. I hate you, that. Didn't you not I, know this was a CGI mask for the longest time? And I <laughs> I literally had to tell you 50 <laughs> times. This guy fucking trying to insult me. You know, that's <laughs> serious, right? Yeah, I never realized. I always explain this to him. I, I said, do you not know this. the fucking worst mask <laughs> in the history of masks? I didn't realize. Since I've been a kid, I hated this mask. I knew it was CGI in 1998. A couple years ago, I was trying to tell Kyle. I was like, what are you talking okay, about? Okay, I never said that. Yeah, I would never a, say that. This is a real mask. I own this mask. It's on my shelf. <laughs> I don't even own that mask. I know. I'm fucking with you. But I'm saying, oh, so you're, you're lying. lying. Okay. But I'm saying Just, you've always like said you never noticed that. Let's set the record straight. Mark lied. You lied. Anyway, Sarah's waiting downstairs still, and she like looks into the pantry and flips on the light, and it flickers a little bit. It's a little spooky. spooky. Yeah. Uh, she <laughs> sees a shadow outside, like on a door, and she runs over, like making sure that it's locked. And she thinks Charlie's like messing with her, so she calls out to him, saying, "No sex games until she's eaten." And she goes over to the dumbwaiter, which just got back down to the first floor. And when she opens it, she finds Charlie hunched over. So she like pulls his body back, revealing him to be dead with his throat slashed. And the body count rises. There you go. Yeah, you're right. Where the fuck was Rob on that yeah, one? Yeah, Rob, jerk boy. I missed all movie. I'm I was going to bail. I missed it when I missed bodies one through three. Yeah, you're right. So He uh, looks surprisingly alive, too. Yes, I thought the same thing. When he, she looks at him, he's like, looks like he's smiling. He yeah. looks like he just doesn't want to be in that movie anymore. He's just he's like... No, but he's like has like a smirk on his face. Yeah, I thought he looked too alive, too. Yeah. Like he's I've bad never at playing like, dead. Yeah. Uh, so Michael comes into the room behind her, and scared, she like hops into the dumbwaiter, setting it up. But before she can like close the door, he stabs her in the leg. Yeah, he once. gets. Mm-hmm. He's good at that in this one, I guess. So it gets to the top floor, and she tries to crawl out. But before she can crawl out completely, how her leg is stuck blows my mind. Michael cuts the rope from below, causing the elevator to fall down. But her leg onto is her leg. But her leg is it. stuck, and she's like hanging out. I think it's she is like pulling herself out because she got stabbed in the leg, so she can't like move it that well. No, but I'm saying if you look, her her leg is under the other guy's leg. Oh, I don't know. Not her egg, her leg. If yeah. you look at watch it again, her leg's under the other guy's leg and it's yeah. stuck. How it got there in the first place? No idea. Yeah, she's like stuck underneath the Charlie. She I would have to put her leg under his leg in, on purpose for it to be like that. Maybe I don't know, man. Let's get on the movie. ground right now and do this. Are you trying to get kicked in the nose tonight? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> What was that noise? I think that was a, the, a Christmas thing. What? Oh, uh, like uh, when you hit the ornament. Uh, so John and Molly are like still waiting downstairs, and they hear a noise. So John decides, for I assuming from the dumbwaiter like falling, mm-hmm. and he decides he's going to go like check on Investigate Charlie. Investigate nine eleven. Yep, who have been gone way too long. Uh, Michael comes up to where Sarah is, who's still on the ground, and he steps on her back and just starts knifing her. Why does he look so confused when he's stabbing her? <laughs> he didn't know what mask just, he was wearing. I think he's it's like, just it, the look of the mask. It, what are you talking it, about? Because it, it drives me funny. Because like, it drives me funny. funny. It drives <laughs> him funny. <laughs> like he's like stabbing her and he's like looking. He's like, why is she bleeding? Like it's just like this confused look. Like why isn't it dead yet? So John and Molly get up the stairs and they find that the lights don't work and they see, but they do see a trail of blood leading from the dumbwaiter to the pantry. So they flip on the lights and that's where they see Sarah hanging and the lights flickering and like. You know what this reminds you of? What? Scream. When Drew Barrymore's hanging. Yeah, kind of. Really weird. Sucking each other's jagons. This is Trav's favorite scene. Why is this your favorite scene, Trav? Because that's when he's like making a 
design this, of, but he just can't fucking finish it for some reason. I thought he was doing it of the other one. Both. No, I'm doing it both, but honestly, like, I actually have this one halfway done. I just got to draw her, like, half-ripped open leg. But I actually love this scene once I finish it. Uh, but I love this scene because it's so beautiful as that. Like, they walk into this, like, closet. It's beautiful. Yeah, they walk into this, like, closet, and it's just this, like, dead corpse hanging from the fucking light. Like Kyle said, red, red flashing. Have you ever yeah. been in his closet? Choo-choo. No. He decorates similarly. <laughs> so they turn and they find Michael who's looking at them and they run off because they're a bunch of scared little boys and girls. Uh, they climb out a win- the window that they climbed into the building. They climb out it and they run for a little bit but then Molly for some reason needs to take a fucking break because she's out of four, breath. Running for four seconds? She's like, no, wait. She's like, what's the plan? And then Michael <laughs> just pops out fucking... Uh, what? Gotcha. Yeah. Bah. Like that little break gave Michael enough time to catch up because he, he just walks fast. He... Can't run. He's got his arms behind his back, and he's doing that straight now. So John tries to protect uh, Molly, and he starts punching Michael in the face a few times. But then somehow he gets, like, thrown to the fucking ground. I don't even understand. And then he gets his legs stabbed. Yeah. And Molly smashes Michael with a rock. Maybe that's why she wanted to stop. She, you know what? Maybe I can hit him with this rock right here. So Once he attacks us and stabs you <laughs> in the leg. So now, now that Michael got rocked, they so can escape. This is his first CTE. Yeah. So they run off to the dorms where they, like, unlock a gate to get into the vestibule area, uh, but they can't get into the actual doors, like, to the building because Molly drops the fucking keys like a dumb bitch. The and, keys? Yeah. <laughs> and she tries to reach under the gate, but, like, can't she can't get the keys because Michael walks up too fast and starts reaching through the gate at them with a knife, swinging it at them. So they're stuck in this vestibule, and they start screaming out for somebody to open the door, and Michael grabs the keys that were on the ground, and starts to uh, unlock the gate. And just as he unlocks the gate, Lori unlocks the door to the dorm building. Yeah. Here. Yep. When they're when they're they're behind the door. Yes. So then when she opens the door, they have to go around the door. Yeah. Why wouldn't Michael reach his hand in there and grab one of them or anything like that while they're right next to the gate in front of him? Because he was still busy unlocking the gate. He's got two hands. I'm, I'm not sure he does. He's not missing fingers until 2018. Wow, thanks. Now I don't have to see the movie. So, uh, and then this is where we get that classic scene of Lori slamming the door on Michael and he's looking through the porthole. Well, they're both looking through the porthole at each other and it's the first time they actually meet face-to-face since Halloween 2. 20 years later. 1978. Well, no. Yes, but yeah, no. Technically, no. What do you mean? Because it was in 1980, so it's 18 years later. took place in 1978. But I'm saying they they met each other in 1980, so... well, it was 1981, Halloween 2 came out. But they filmed then. Not really sure. So. I don't think that guy played Michael in You know, it was him, two. same guy. I don't think so. I think it was Dick Warlock. I think you're lying to me. Uh, so anyway, Lori like, reaches down to grab her gun, and then when she looks back up, Michael's gone. At this scene, did he just duck? Because he got away pretty quickly. He had to have. There's n- where else would he go? He's, I just figured he's outside and she's that like, door. Fuck, where'd he go? He's like, <laughs> I'm down here. <laughs> uh, so Lori takes Molly and John like into that corridor from the beginning of the nightmare scene, uh, the beginning of the movie, the like nightmare scene. And Will's like, oh, who was that? And Lori says, my brother. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, and brother. And she touches some um, uh, door and gets blood all over it and then puts them in another room, another closet, Molly and John. She does that later. She doesn't do that right now? No. So, well, she, like... So, she realized that those giant windows were open, so she puts uh, John and Molly in a closet yeah, and, and tells them not she, to come out. But she that's not when she touches the other door. She t- then she does after that. 
Yeah, so she goes over to the window, tells Will to jump and get away, and he's like, no, I can't. I can't leave you. <laughs> oh, you're right, because then yeah. um, uh, then um, he's like, no, I'm not leaving. I'm a brave man. And, and then she see, he, they see the shadow shadow figure. Will takes the gun and starts fucking firing shots at my guy, LL Cool James. Yeah. And then they run over and like, she touches, she touches his bloody head and then looks at her hand like, is surprised there's blood on her hand. Yeah. She's like, oh no, we she's like, wait, really? Him. We're murderers. And then this is when they start to like kind of almost mourn their mistake. And Michael walks up from behind, stabbing his knife into Will's back and lifts him up, reminiscent of the nurse that he killed in part two with the Real scalpel. Real nice. Real nice. I can't believe that he lifted that girl up with the scalpel still yeah, to this day. I, yeah, I still don't. I tried to was like, get naked. Well, that was that nurse, yes. No, I was trying to say, like, then Michael stabbed Will, then he, he was like, now get naked. Like what Will said to, <laughs> to, to, to I see what you're doing there. Yeah, it didn't work. So this is when Lori runs and then touches the door with the yes. bloody hand. This is where she got the blood from. But I don't know why she looks in that closet and says, fuck. That doesn't make sense to she, me. Fuck, they're not in here anymore. Yeah, but that's not the right closet anyway. But she, like, leaves her bloody handprint on the closet door and then... Maybe Michael she, walks over to what? I was saying, maybe she says fuck because she knows she's running out of time. Like, she's figured, like, this was the one, and then she, like, was like, fuck, I got the wrong closet. I'm out of time. I got to go. And, like, cause that she, could be it. I don't she know. knows better than anybody that Michael don't stay down. She's like, there's a timer that you can do mentally in your head that lets you know how long yeah. Michael gets Unless up. she's trying to trick him. Yes. That's maybe another thing. By saying fuck, like, out loud. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. So then he goes to that door, and she comes behind him and smashes him with a fire extinguisher, giving CT. him CT part two. This is it. When you get to hit like this, back no, no way he's coming back ever. And she runs to John and Molly's door and opens the door like, come on, come on, come on. And then Michael in the background is getting up um, and chasing them. Very concussed. They're, How he doesn't have a concussion. He might. They sure took him out of the game. They run <laughs> to Lori's vehicle and they get it started uh, just as Michael reaches it and they pull away. And then they pull up to the front gate, which is closed, and Lori gets out to open it. She opens it and has Molly and John drive off to the Beckers down the street. You know what's funny about this? Well, not funny. Um, when they filmed this, that's a stunt double for Jamie Lee Curtis. And um, she slammed to the brake so hard, the brake came back and broke her ankle. The stunt, Jamie Lee Curtis' stunt double. I didn't even know that could happen. I didn't know. I don't, Rob knows anything more about cars or something. She slammed to the brake of the, whatever car that is, and it, it backfired onto her and broke her ankle. I mean, I've never and supposedly the lady made like, like no that, yeah. noise, so she didn't want to ruin the take, and like climbed out of the car. And Molly, well, um, Michelle Williams and what's his name didn't even know it happened until like she was laying on the ground and like Jamie Lee Curtis was like caressing her. That's fucking wild. Yeah, and then she says, "This is when she says, drive down to the ba- the Bakers, the Beckers. What's that from? Scream. Wow. Casey Becker. Yeah, but it's also isn't it go also, down to the Mackenzies? Yeah, it's also reference to the Mackenzies, right? That they say in Scream, yeah. yeah. Like, Scream got it from Halloween because yeah. the Mackenzies. Yes. And then H2O yes. took it from Scream. Yeah, because the Beckers, what yeah. Casey Becker. Yes. Yeah. Literally just jerking off on each other's faces. And then Circle she, jerk. And then she breaks, she tells them to leave, they leave, and then she breaks the main gate entrance. With a rock. With whatever that is. What do you call that thing? The panel. The panel. She, like, closes the gate and then smashes it with a rock to, like, break it so it can't open anymore. And then she gets a fire dumb. axe from somewhere. Yeah, she goes, like, into the guardhouse. And screams, Michael! What? And then, so Lori goes all the way back to that fucking corridor with the giant open windows, which, I don't, why would Michael be back there? Because, like, he just chased yeah. them out 
of there. I don't understand. But as she's walking down the corridor, he lowers himself from a pipe with one arm, which is probably the most badass fucking. Yeah, how is this ever. possible? She does not see him there. Can we talk about how he's doing calisthenics or something? Yes. Like that. I want to go wherever this is. <laughs> And see how high that ceiling is, because how is he holding himself there? Oh. And she's walking and doesn't see him. He's actually a professional rock climber. He just didn't know. He's actually planked over yeah. it. With You've like never his seen those. Yeah. His, You've never seen like those people who do muscle ups for a living, and they just fucking like have themselves perfectly horizontal, like fucking on a bar You've with two hands, that? right? No, one hand. You've never seen. No, I don't watch videos. like You that. need to watch. Those I don't videos. watch videos. Well, they're fucking exciting. There's one dude on YouTube. He's like nuts with that stuff. But like seriously, whenever if this was filmed in California, I'm going there. So he uh, lowers himself down and she like, turns around and hits him in the shoulder slash chest area with the axe and he slashes at her arm. She runs Isn't into it? like a banquet room filled with a bunch of tables where she hides under them and like crawls from one to the other. And Michael like tries to attack her, but like can't get to her. Isn't this the same? Also, when he stabs her in the arm, isn't the same exact spot he got her from? And got her in Halloween one. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. So then, fed up, he like starts walking down the middle of the fucking aisle, flipping tables yep. two by two as he walks. That's like one of my favorite th- scenes. That's how shit needs to be done. And that's efficient. Yeah. So she like gets up and grabs a flag, stabs him with the the flag pole. Yep. The shaft. And yeah, and it breaks off and. <laughs> it breaks as she's pushing him and it creates like a new sharp fucking point she and instead throws of it at him. stabbing him she tries to throw it like a fucking javelin <laughs> but it doesn't work and it just hits him <laughs> dude I don't understand um, so she like runs into the kitchen where she pulls out a drawer of knives and all the knives like fall on the floor scattering about and she picks up the knives and starts throwing them at him as he comes into the room he, like, lifts his hand to stab her with a knife, and she raises up the empty drawer to block it and gets, like, the knife caught in it. And then she knees him right in the dick hole. Yeah, she knees him right and in the And you see his balls. eyes, like, get real yeah. wide, too. He, like, gets he mad like, as fuck. I think his eyes almost... I thought his eyes went, like, cross-eyed. No. I don't think he, like, hurt him so much as just pissed him off. He's like, you fucking bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you, why would you do that? That hurts. I'm your brother. <laughs> uh, but... So then she, like, uh, gets thrown to the ground... And she, like, grabs two knives and just, like, runs out of the room. This happens a lot where he just, like, pushes people down. And they're like, oh, shit, I'm getting out of here. And they, like, yeah. skid up and run. But she takes two knives with her. So she's dual wielding at this point. Uh, he follows her back into that fucking corridor where she pops out from behind a curtain and keeps stabbing him, like, one at a time. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And uh, he falls, like, over a balcony and onto a table in the banquet room. Some real WWE stuff going on right now. Dude. Fucking the one table he didn't flip over. I, I've seen. <laughs> yeah, well, the ones in the beginning he didn't know. Yeah, Don't you know. know she ran downstairs and set that table there and then ran back uh, up? He been watching Mankind too much. That's <laughs> yeah. all. Fucking Undertaker. Well, we saw that beer guy go through the table. Our Ring of Honor. Yeah. Well, people always go through tables. Yeah. Didn't Baron Corbin go through a table? That guy's a cornball brother. Did they play that's the John guy. Cena theme to it? Because that's what it would have made it. I don't know why John they would do this. Cena. Cena. Dude, did I say it wrong? It's Trav's Cena, ne- isn't it? Cena. Trav's never watched a day of wrestling in his life. <laughs> I, I watched it f- once with, uh, with, what are those three? Uh, Boogie something? Boogie? <laughs> Boogie-O's. The Boogie-O's. 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 New Day. The New Day, yeah. That's their name. See, you got one of them. He used to watch Lou, I think. So, Lori, like... Uh, <laughs> Drops her knife as she makes her way down to where the body's laying on the table. And he's kind of laying out in like a Jesus on a cross kind of pose. I don't know if it's supposed to be symbolic Def- or not. But it definitely, this, this movie is he literally just trying again. to be heavy handed with everything. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Is. So she removes the knife that's stuck in his chest and she raises to stab him f- with one last blow. 
but is grabbed by Ronnie, who's still alive, pulling her away. He's dead. He's uh, the, dead. The cops are now on site, and Ronnie's like on the phone with his wife, and he tells her he's going to write a romantic thriller, and he says that the bullet only grazed his head. And that's, yeah, just grazed me. So he's a little bitch. And I just, was wearing my contract. Uh, Lori watches as Michael's zipped up into a body bag, but she knows better, so she grabs the fire axe and grabs a cop's gun, telling people to load Michael's body into the corner van. And hops in that bitch and drives off. She grabs that gun so smooth too. Yeah, like no, like no problem. She's done it a million times. Well, I mean, 2018, she's gun expert, so I think she's practicing a little early, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, while driving like uh, the van around windy mountain roads, Michael begins to move in the body bag and eventually like, unzips himself and sits up to get at Lori, and she slams on the brakes, and he flies through the windshield onto the road outside. She watches it. I think she like tells him like, or she's like keeps like being like, "Get up, get up, you motherfucker!" And he like sits up Undertaker style, mm-hmm. which I don't even want to get into. I don't know why the fuck you would do that. But uh, when he finally gets up, she like drives into him, but he grabs under the hood of the van and she drives off a hillside. To, I guess kill them both. I don't know what the fuck she's Didn't trying she to just do. Nudge him off the hill. Why'd you have to take her and the van off? I don't fucking know. But she gets ejected from the fucking van. And, uh, yeah, like it's weird when you watch that van rolling, and then you like it cuts to scenes of her inside the van. She's just like mildly moving, like oh no, oh no, yeah. and then you cut to the van, and things like twenty feet in the air, yeah. like full, full <laughs> rotation. I'm like okay, yeah, but she gets ejected, and Michael hits like a fallen tree, yeah, and he sees the van coming, so he turns to get away from it, but it just pins him against the fallen that, tree. That spine is broken, yeah. Spinal. My spinal. Back, my back is broken. What do you mean your back is broken? Spinal. I broke my back. What, what do you mean? My back's broken. Spinal. Uh, Lori gets up and she finds the axe that was also thrown from the van. And she picks it up and walks over to where Michael is. Uh, she, he tries to like take off the mask as she keeps like saying his name. But then he reaches out to her. And she reaches back. Starting to sob a little bit. But then pulls away before they can touch, and like while she's looking into his eyes, cuts off that motherfucker's head. One swipe. It's a nice sound effect. Yes. Uh, his head tumbles to the ground as sirens are heard in the background, and the screen goes black where the credits uh, credits begin to play to the Halloween theme song. Apparently, in theaters when that happened, like test audiences and early audiences like erupted in cheers when she cut his head off. Oh, I could believe that that's i would never do epic, that ever that's one of the most epic moments no it's not it's bullshit it's probably to me it's one well of the mo- that that and him lowering himself down had to be like two of the most memorable moments from h2o for me i don't know what did you watch the same movie as yeah are you high i don't know are you high right now i'll get into it so who wants to go first with their review i'll go second first i'll go first i don't care okay one thing too also supposedly i don't know how true this is they filmed the resurrection stuff now they knew they they were going to trick Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. This way they didn't have to go back and like uh yeah. like recreate like all these like uh So if you guys shots. seen the beginning of Resurrection, it basically explains what happens how he is alive and suppo- which is bullshit. Yeah, supposedly they filmed it without telling her. Yes. And then afterwards said, "By the way, <laughs> Michael's still alive." Yeah. So, we because, cheated you. Uh Mustafa Akkad said he would never fucking kill off Michael. There's interviews where he says, my job is to protect him. Yeah. And he signed a contract that says Michael can never die. Yeah. But I don't know where that is now and what happens to that. But anyway, so back to the movie. 
Halloween H2O, 1998. I love this movie. I know a lot of people, Halloween fans, don't like it. And I don't know why, but I do know why, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get it, but at the same time, I don't. Yeah. You understand it, but you don't agree with it. Yeah, definitely the, the kills are a lot less gory or... For the time, that's the thing. I think it was sucked because of the, this time. And the, definitely the studio was looking for a cash grab. Saying, like, I know if we bring Jamie Lee Curtis, put this in theaters, people are going to be like, all right, let's go see it. So they had to make sure they get an R rating, but not too bad. So I think that kind of makes me upset. But the movie goes quick. Like, like I love these type of movies, hour and a half. You know, don't have to think too much. My yeah. brain hurts. But I love Michael Myers. He's my favorite of all, like, the big three or anyone. Slasher boys. Slasher boys, yeah. The slasher bros. Um. If, if I sit down and think like I was going throughout the, the, re- the we were doing the review there's little things that irritate me and stuff that doesn't make sense like the continuity stuff but if you throw that away I think it's a good movie I think any horror fan should see this any Halloween fan should enjoy this especially after getting six yeah absolutely 100% <laughs> look at you Rob <laughs> I will address this um, I don't have a favorite kill or least favorite kill I honestly don't think they're all that good. There's nothing like, oh my god, I can't believe that. Or especially after coming off the Prowler a couple episodes, like how good those were. Like these are like bullshit to those. Like it would have been cool as fuck to see Jimmy get smacked in the face with a skate, but there's no way they're going to show that. Right. Um, if I think of nostalgia factor, I would give this movie like a nine, but realistically, I would have to give it like a seven, maybe an eight. I don't know. Because I used to watch this movie when I was a kid every day. When we had the VHS. Every day this would go in. Every day. This Titanic. What a weird combo. What? Titanic's <laughs> a good movie, Trav. I know you're obsessed with Titanic, but really? Trav, remember when you had the, the E-phone? All right. First song. <laughs> Can you first tell? Song. He told me this first the other song. day. Can you tell Mark what the only song okay, that came my, on it was? But that's my review, so we'll go to Trav. First off, this E-phone only soundtrack or ringtones was Titanic themed. It's it good, was though. the only one was the, the Titanic uh, theme, and it had a song. massive fucking antenna <laughs> for yeah, no oh, reason. Forgot it had an antenna on it. You're right. And a stylus, and it broke midway. Yeah, he it had was two of them. Garbage. I looked. I was like, I was too poor for an iPhone, so I got the iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> then you bought a second one. I say we go to Rob. I want him to address the shit you were saying. Well, obviously, we all know about it. Rob's Halloween Six fan. He's got a Halloween Six tattoo. Only tattoo he hasn't showed anyone yet. Oh my god, it's on, it's on my left butt cheek. Um, so. Believe it or not, despite the fact that I actually will defend the Thorn trilogy, I very, very rarely will defend Six because of how much it was hacked in production. But honestly, real quick, I don't mind Six as much as I say I don't. Like I watched. It's the, definitely the well. I watched the the Thorn trilogy a couple mu- while uh, months ago. Yeah. And I honestly didn't mind it, other than stupid stuff like you throw away the stuff. The same thing with Halloween Two from Rob Zombie. Get rid of that white zombie, white horse bullshit. It's a good movie. Yeah, and I was That's about to say like I was about to like claim like you know six is technically the weakest in the franchise i put resurrection as the weakest in the franchise behind six i think resurrection is worse than six that's what i'm saying i say resurrection is i think often. four is worse than six to me resurrection is the absolute like bottom of the barrel yeah for the halloween franchise which really sucks because it's coming off to me a very a, a renewed high point in the halloween series in h2o i thoroughly enjoy h2o it's obviously has a lot of hallmarks of the late 90s early 2000s slasher films 
and I don't mind that. I think it suits Halloween decently well. Sure, is it not as bloody or gory when it comes to the kills as previous Halloween installments? Um, definitely not. But that doesn't take away from the fact that it feels Halloween, in my opinion. Especially with the way they film Michael doing a lot of his stuff, the way he stalks, the way he's coming around corners. It's obvious that the that they were trying to pay homage a lot to the early Halloween films. Um, regarding the Thorn trilogy, I love four and five. I would have loved to see how they, if they could have been tied in, but I get how they don't. But I'm a, I really like how Halloween one and two connect into H two O, and I like how that story is kind of told. If you put them in a bottle, pretend resurrection doesn't exist at all, and you put that story in a complete bottle, and you end with that epic axe chop on the end between Laurie and Michael, I think it's a nice way to tie up. 1-2-H2-O. It's a nice finale to her arc, the brother-sister arc there. And at a time when Halloween had fallen off so badly with 6 and hadn't been seen in so long, I think it was a pretty good job overall returning to the franchise. Do I have gripes with it? Sure. I hate the mask in some scenes. It literally makes me mad. I think there are continuity errors that you could spend all day picking apart, but that's with almost every film. And some of the acting sometimes is a little off. Some of the character development is is off. Like a good one is Molly. They early they establish her early on, and spend a lot of time with her early in the film, only to just have her put in a car and driven off for the end of the film. Like okay, you were meaningless to the plot. You really didn't have any point here. What are you talking about? She's at the end. Her and Josh Hartnett are back. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're holding each other. Oh, we got the cops. All right, we're good. So uh. I don't want to belabor it too much. Halloween H2O. Highly recommend it if you haven't seen it. I don't understand. I would be hard-pressed to think anybody listening to this podcast has not seen H2O. If you've gotten this far and haven't seen H2O, we are... I mean, you're spoiled now, so good luck. This is Trav's first time, so... But... No. (laughs) I think Trav's watching the movie the whole time. I think he was pulling to me. So, yeah, I give it a... Believe it or not, I give H2O an 8 out of 10. I give it a higher score. And that's just simply because I know where the franchise could have gone and I know where they could have made serious mistakes here. And I think that they did a good job bringing Halloween back from where it was going. And I give them a lot of credit for that. I don't, I get that people crap on this a lot. They say maybe it's too slow, not enough kill, gory kills, maybe not. I don't know. I just think people, I think it became trendy to hate it. And that just became a thing. So I give respect to the film. I would have liked to see a little more original score. Maybe a little more music, Halloween stylization of music, John Carpenter music. But uh, it is what it is. So 8 out of 10, folks. Check it out. Go see it. Favorite kill, least favorite kill. Ooh, favorite kill, least favorite kill. Uh, Least favorite kill is Charlie. Um, I was going to say Tony because he just kind of flops in. But he, he actually, to me, gives a pretty good entrance for Michael. So I like that his kill accompanies Michael. So Charlie, because it's a total off screen. And my favorite kill is Will, because I think that whole him being lifted up and like the shaking and like sounds he makes, it's just, br- it's the most brutal thing to me in the film. And I love it. So that's where I'm at. Gentlemen, who's next? Me. Trav's going last. So. <clears throat> We've already talked about it, but this movie was a revamp for the series, uh, a series that was muddied and kind of lost its way. 
so I kind of like that they did that. Um, but it's weird how they put some elements in, how they talked about uh, Laurie Strode and how she was dead. Because in 4, I think they talk about how she was dead. Yeah, in a car accident. Yeah, and then they in this, <laughs> they just say, like, she lied. So I don't, like, it's like they're revamping it, but they're also using some elements, so it's kind of fucking weird to me. Mm-hmm. I, but I don't know if that's paying, like, homage or if they're... Well, that's why I was confused if yeah. they were going to bring 4 and 5 into this and they set some yeah. pieces in place, but yeah. But they never did. Yeah. They could have, and it wouldn't have mattered. And this canceled 6. But the cast for this is actually kind of small, uh, but it's a like good cast, and it's... I don't want to say a who's who of actors, but all of them wound up being people that are recognizable for the most part. So I, I, I like that too. I, didn't, I like that they didn't have a huge cast. Uh, they kept it kind of short and sweet with that. Um, it's very self-aware and meta, and there's a lot of callbacks to Scream or Psycho and that kind of stuff. I, I really enjoy about this movie. I like those, as much as I joke around about them sucking each other's dicks, I, I like that um, they do that for each other. Because it, it, to me, like for a horror movie to respect other horror movies, I it, I like that. They don't they don't necessarily have to in movies, but I enjoy that they do. Well, and is, is Scream and Halloween are your favorite franchises, right or no? Uh, well, I would, Scream Halloween is one hundred and ten percent my favorite franchise, but Scream is my favorite slasher as a solo movie. Yes. Okay. Uh, so yeah, maybe that helps. But they throw a bunch of stuff back to Psycho Two, and I think that's nice that they did that with Janet Lee. Why yeah. Psycho Two and not Psycho One? Uh, some of the kills are off screen, yeah, but the ones that we do get on screen are pretty good for the time where everything was kind of censored. And going off that, my favorite kill is definitely uh, Sarah when she he steps on her back and he just starts stabbing her. Yeah, you don't see him like him act the knife actually going in her, but the brutality of it is oh, that's one of the things I love. I think we did another movie where somebody like just did brutal like stabs, and I was like, "Yeah, that's even though it's simple, I like it because mm-hmm. I like the, the brutality." Prowler. Yeah, well, no, probably got no. some sick shit, dog. Yeah, but it might have been—I don't remember. But anyway, I—that's I, my favorite kill. My least favorite kill is Tony. Like, yeah, it's a good entrance for Michael, but he literally there's no effects. He literally looks the same with I without think, the. Knife you know, he kind of looks like um, the zombies from um, Night of the Living Dead from. Um, 68 whenever that was made they yeah. just put like color on their face <laughs> yeah um the movie feels short and it's short and sweet i mean it feels short it doesn't feel like a long movie at all and it is short for a runtime of hour and 26 minutes that's pretty short and what's weird is it doesn't feel long even though most of the action technically takes place between the last like 30 to 35 minutes that's what I think it's less than that. It might be like 25 minutes or 27 minutes. Uh, when I was watching, I think it's around like 30, but I wasn't exactly sure. Um, but that's kind of weird that a movie that has most of the action or the kills and the Michael Myers being Michael Myers in the last third of it, it, it doesn't feel long. And that's, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I think they it's because of the way they shot everything and it's the nice pacing was good. Yeah. Um, and some of the most iconic imagery for not just like this series or movie or horror in general, them looking at each other through that porthole is one of the most iconic horror scene, scene sequences ever. And I fucking love it. And the way they shot some of this stuff, it's so memorable and it it it's very nostalgic to me. This is one of the first Halloweens that I saw. I think like this one and the first one. So I love this movie and 110% it's a 10 out of 10 for me. I don't even care. I know you say you give me that look like motherfucker. I like it more than you. No, no, not at all. No, I I love this movie. I I just can't see the thinking about it is. 
I, I can't think of it objectively. No, because, I can't. no, no, no. Because only because this is why I didn't give it a higher rating is because I have Halloween two and Halloween one that I think are better than this movie. And do you think this is on pay, this is on the same level as Halloween one or Halloween two? Yes. Or even better. Yeah. No, not better, not better, but definitely on the same level. Yeah. I think the way they went back and like kind of retcon four, five, and six out of it, it doesn't hurt the. It only helps. the The only sad part about this movie is, like we already said, is resurrection and how they retcon the whole Michael dying thing. If they just ended it here, that would have been so fucking good. Like, and I wouldn't have had a problem with I it. I would have. Well, that's you, but but that's because like we like Michael Myers. You yeah, know? that's why. But it's like seeing is, your friend die. But they went back and retconned all of it, and that with 2018. Do you have a problem with that? Yeah. <laughs> why? Because they got rid of Halloween too. Yeah, okay, but that's, I'm saying... Like, that's irritating. Me, Halloween 2 is good. To, to me, if they just ended it here, the series, it wouldn't... I don't think it would have hurt it. I would be okay with another, a new Halloween movie every year. But the fact that they did Resurrection the way they did, and I get Resurrection's a movie of its time, but it's, it's good, though. fucking... Okay, you're just trying to troll me, and that's... No, it's not bad. It's not good. It's not bad. It's not good. He was eating rats, I think. That's not good. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, my favorite... Oh, I already went to my favorite okay. kills, so... Yeah, that's that's it. That's it for me. So, Trav... Let's hear what your thoughts are. Well, you guys all know that I definitely only saw this movie once slash a half today. Wait, dead ass? You've only seen this when you watched it like a week ago or whatever? Dead ass? I'll probably never watch it again. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, what? Dead ass? My rating is low, but we'll get to that in a minute. Yep. What do you mean? Like when well, you wrote down? No, like the rating. Oh, rating. Movie, okay, I think it's writing. It's probably gonna be low. Okay, but. Uh, there's a few things I do I don't know want to know or just point out. Uh, I thought it was really like like ironic that uh, Jimmy, the character Jimmy, got bashed or in the face with a uh, hockey skate. Hockey skate, yeah, yeah. is that right? Yes. And as he's like, you know, he's getting in trouble with like the hockey stick and like the whole reference for the hockey. And then he, his kills with a hockey fucking skate. Yeah, I think they did on purpose. Yeah, that's the point. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but that's, I thought that was really cool how they like, they tied that together. Stop laughing at me. I'm not laughing. I'm the only one not laughing. Oh, and I don't want to interrupt, but that would have been my number one if, if they, they showed sh- him. That's what I said. Yeah, I know, but mm-hmm. I agree. Like, yeah. I love that, and it, would, it, it makes me sad that they didn't show it. Go ahead. Keep going. Well, uh, second thing is, I you guys know the Halloween series a lot better than I do, but where is her son in the rest of the series? Where is her son? So, like after the you're after this, this, he is not in any other. So, film. there's only one other movie in this timeline after this, and that's Halloween Resurrection, and she's in it in a mental hospital, and she dies in the very beginning. So, you, wait, you've alert. never seen Resurrection either? He's. I'm so no, confused. No. For someone that watches random horror movies, you never seen any of these. I'm more. I'm more of a Friday the Thirteenth guy. Okay, that's, so that's my. Job so is. they don't mention John in the. In resurrection, she is in a mental institution and dies right in the beginning. She in has the first, a picture like, of him. Yeah, in the, the in the um, mental institution. Yeah, in the first five or ten minutes, she dies. In is this resurrection. where he, is this where he's Michael's walking down the hallway? Is he walking down the hallway? I forget. It's been a while. I you might be thinking of Halloween too. Is it Halloween too? He's walking down the hallway in the hospital. Yeah. Okay. That I was trying to remember which one it was. I don't really remember. But he anyway he resurrection like is all with a whole new cast and it's like 
it's right around when webcam shit got big, so it's literally like a online. How do I, what I yeah, describe? It's first like, person, um, first person, like no, it's like, you could watch like people live, cam, like yeah, like a uh, Big Brother. It's like a live streamed event, and like yeah. where people are staying at his house, and he goes in and starts killing them for real. When Buster Buster Rhymes is in it, I don't know. Oh if you know that. yeah, yeah, no, I did, so, I, did see, I did see that one. So yeah, so they don't, they don't, <laughs> and that's the last one in this timeline. The one after this is the last one in this timeline. Oh, because they excluded the new one. Literally, rec- it gets rid of every single movie except for the original. And this is the 2018 one is a direct sequel to the original. Dude. Oh, okay, so they they mix all that around, dude. Because you literally like, have you literally have it, there's three different timelines. Yeah, you right have now. like one two H2O Resurrection. You also have one two. There's four five. There's four timelines. Then you have three, which has nothing to do. Well, I can say I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say no, that. No, because Rob Zombie's too. Well, let's say then you that... have three, which is in its own little nexus, but it does yeah. have. And Rob homage. Zombie just remade it. So Rob, that, yeah, Rob Zombie that. remade it one and two, and then you have one and Halloween 2018 in their own timeline. Yeah. You can see how that can get confusing. It is absolutely because you're because yeah. you're like she has a son, and nope, she has a magically it's just a daughter. She has a daughter too. She has a daughter. No, she has a daughter. In four, that's her daughter. She doesn't exist in H2O. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And that's what I'm saying. That's why it's weird that they said she faked her death as in a car accident when in 4 they say she died in a car accident. So, like, I don't... I don't know. It it's is confusing. confusing. And that's why, like, that's why people give Halloween a lot of shit. It's because it's so muddied, and that's why... It's convoluted, yeah. This, I wouldn't have minded if it ended there. Yep. If they retconned that and just said, fuck it, it's done. You're wrong. It's, have a good movie it, for the final movie. It's, it's cool how dance. they up, how they up the film and the new one because it was it was interesting watching. And did I, you see the new one? I actually I really like the new one, and I know someone who knows the fat kid that got killed. <laughs> Didn't Trav go with us to see it? Yes, I did actually. Yeah, Rob, Andrew was there. I know that. I was yeah, there. Rob was there, which is not near us. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I was sitting the row behind you guys. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah. Rob was scared, that's why. One of you were throwing popcorn at me, that's all I, I know. I would never buy popcorn. Yeah, yes, I would. would. I lied one of you, I, I one would of you got real mad in the theater. I don't remember what it was over. Probably Kyle. Somebody took out their phone. Kyle gets mad about everything. Oh, when people take out their phone, yes, I get very Somebody took out their phone and Kyle was like, put it away. I get mad about that, <laughs> no, sorry. because when he saw that one movie, the person was on the GPS yeah. or something. In the middle saw, of the movie? When I saw Us, you never heard me talk about this? When I went and saw Us with Andrew and Sam... Literally, this guy took out his phone and <laughs> had it open, and it was a fucking map. Google Maps. It was like Google Maps, and <laughs> he, it was out for like ten minutes, and I was ready to fucking rage. He's trying to find. His like, way what out is the he possibly looking at? <laughs> and then after the movie, sexes. and then after the movie, the guy stood up and was talking about how great it was and how much he loved it. I'm like, bitch, how the fuck are you paying attention? The worst movie experience like, I had anyway, I before I get back to this. The worst movie experience I ever had was this guy was translating the movie in Spanish <laughs> to his fucking girlfriend the entire movie. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I think it was at like the only time I'll ever go to like Brick Theater. And he's just like, Como estas? I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, Do you know what movie it was? Uh, it might have been like a Marvel movie. Oh, okay. They redid Brick and now. He it's nice. literally did Do they have from beginning there? to end. Translate. Don't do, don't don't do what you just did. Yeah. Um. No. <laughs> but okay, okay. Get, to get back to the movie, just because I'm not a huge Halloween uh, follower, um, and just because the way I took this movie, it was a low rating for me. But I get the whole you know cinematic universe for it and storyline, so I'll still give it like a nice five out of ten you can give it what you honestly you give feel. it what you want don't give I it what gi- you we want well, I, I am giving it what don't I be want. intimidated by the stairs Not I, he, Kyle doesn't have any stairs no, no, people no, no, under no. the stairs there's some stairs over there but 
I'm getting a five out of ten. My favorite kill, or where it would have been my favorite kill, was LL Cool J if he stayed dead. Okay, that is racist. <laughs> so you want black people to get shot? No, I don't want black people to get shot. That's what you just said. First off, I have black relatives. Get out of here. You said you like but when... Are they marriage so, or so, blood? So what you're blood. saying is you blood. like when black people get shot. No, that's a lie. That's how he died. So you're saying you just like to see LL Cool J get I shot. I like the comedian... I like, like that, like... So it's funny to you were comedic black people actor. Get shot. I'm calling was, the, I'm gonna call told, the FBI. No, he's that comedic actor. You're just like, he should have died. Somebody but no, he got up. He's like, oh, I got a little scuff. A little stuff in my brain, like something fucking stupid. Um, no, I'm, and then like, I kind of sad because I love him. <laughs> I kind of sad. <laughs> I kind of sad, but I love him. I wish Alan's character didn't die. Yes, I don't remember his actual name, but I'm just gonna reference him as Alan. Charlie. Charlie. Yes. I prefer Alan. Is it bad that every time he says Alan, I think of the Raptor from Jurassic Park Three? Oh my God, you're right, Alan. 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 <laughs> It's like you want to say it. No, I don't want to say anything. Keep going. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that was actually about it. But I could see like how someone like Trav wouldn't get into this, not knowing the. If you don't know the franchise well, well, and you only remember bits and pieces, and everything gets confused, and you're like, "Bro, what the fuck's going on?" Yeah. So I could understand that, and so you shouldn't be ashamed of that. Like, yeah, it's a good perspective. Yeah. Do you have a favorite kill or least favorite kill? He just said it would have been the one of um. So yeah. what is it then? Well, no. Well, yeah. There was that LL Cool J one was more or less a joke. Um, <laughs> no, it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the favorite kill actually was the same as Kyle's uh, when she was getting stabbed and then yeah. she got fucking hung from the light. Yes, I thought that was awesome, and I don't. At least favorite kill. Honestly, was was probably Jimmy. I. I didn't think they gave him enough honor in dying because he acted like a super badass and he just died like a little bitch in the chair. Well, he was a little bitch. He got suspended for life. Okay, I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm all right done. so, all right, that's it, I guess, for Halloween H2O 20 years later, 1998. What a ride. Thicker, blood's thicker than water, whatever you're the tagline. Blood is thicker than water. Literally the worst. With two C's. Thick. Thick. So we'll move on to the announcement of the next movie. Coming soon to a theater near you. Uh, so the Kyle next has pick, the next pick. That's what I was going to yeah. do. Yeah, you could do that. That's how we usually do it. All right, if that's what you want to do, go ahead. Kyle has the next pick. Kyle, what are you picking? I'm going to edit that out, so don't even worry about it. So why did you let me say that? I'm just joking. <laughs> You'll get thrown through I'm the table. I'm joking. So anyway, my next pick, because I feel like Rob needs to stop being a little bitch and watch this, Sleepaway Camp, 1983. Dear Mom and Dad, I've been at Sleepaway Camp for almost three weeks, and I'm getting... Very scared. Welcome to Sleepaway Camp. Someone is watching you. Hey, Baba Reba! Someone is waiting for you. Someone wants to scare you to death. Oh my 
sleepaway camp, you won't be coming home. You've never seen it? Oh, they're going to pick no, my movie. No, I've never seen... You don't judge me. You've never seen Halloween H2O. Yeah, but I've seen Sleepaway Camp. How have you seen Sleepaway Camp, but you've never seen H2O? Johnny to, just watched Sleepaway Camp. Johnny just liked it. I had to download it. it for him. So I watched it. Even though All I right. had it on Blu-ray already. <laughs> now I'm excited because now I will fully understand why everybody comments on yes. Kyle's t-shirts. Okay, so do me a favor. Do not look up anything. Don't look at the cast. Don't look at anything. Just watch the movie. I know from rumors, this is all I'm going to say, I know from rumors that the ending is very controversial amongst many people. But do you know why? But I have no idea. Yeah, don't look up anything. I'm just not. Say. I'm going to go watch the movie then. I'm not it. even going to like look at any facts before. I, I'm just going to watch the movie. Just uh, yeah, I would, say, well, I would say watch the movie and then go back and rewatch it for your notes. Okay, that's all I'll do. I don't want him to look at anything. Okay, calm down, bro. I literally just don't want anything spoiled for me. So, so yeah, that's everything there from us. So we have no new reviews, but we did get a message on Instagram from our friend Wesley. You can find him on Instagram at sick or same. He said, hey, fellas, Wes here. Just letting you guys know I thoroughly enjoyed the podcast. Uh, started listening to them from the beginning about a month ago, and I'm on April Fool's Day episode. Learning a lot about classic horror and even delving into some I've never seen before. It's awesome. Thank you, guys. A movie recommendation for you guys is Hereditary. Would love to hear all of your thoughts on it. So thank you, Big Dick Wes. And we will take that into consideration. I've never seen it, so. Me neither, but we also have to do Lost Boys because that one was asked of us already. So we will work that in somewhere. If you want to reach out to us, you can find us on Instagram at Vintage Horror Podcast. We are mostly active on there. You can always email us. That's too usually if you want. Kyle. Yeah, it's mostly me. You can. I'm uh, scared to use it. Get yelled at. Yeah, I will yell. Literally yell. I'm serious. <laughs> I will literally That's why yell. I never post anything because I know you. You do all those <laughs> hashtags, so you'll be mad if I did it. Um. So we. I want to do it anyway. You can email us at vintagehorrorpod at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Twitter at Vintage Horror underscore, even though Mark's supposed to run that and he doesn't. So well, is this like a thing that's every day, why every, every that's week? why oh. he's not allowed on Instagram because he can't even run fucking Twitter. I, I but I'm saying is this you're gonna say it every week? You gotta <laughs> get that Twitter game up. I'm thinking about getting a different um tag for Twitter. If you can figure it out, if you only can use a certain amount of letters, that's why. How about we do VH podcast? I'll check it out when I get a chance. All right, guys. See you later. Thank you, Trav. Thank you for having me, and I thank you for having this podcast. Okay, bye.